I can't believe I'm saying this, but Andrew, please keep telling us about anime. Well, I'm gonna talk about eco-terrorism. Got too excited about jorts. I'm leaving now with my Roomba or your blood on my hands. I'm back, back on my bullshit. What is meme if not air horn persevering? No, this is this is not a family show. And I quote, many American titties. Why'd you have to bring Dane Cook to this, Andrew? No one wanted that. Oh, you guys are not ready for what I've got today. And I've apparently hit the very end of my attention span. Give me like 30 seconds, I'm looking for rhymes. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Hey, Elden what if Ring. we didn't? It'd be cool. <laughs> Literally only Andrew is playing Elden Ring. So, well, guys, so we TikTok not... is showing me TikTok guys, showing Elden me so Ring. much it feels like I'm playing Elden it's, Ring. It's it's the game I never knew I wanted. <laughs> or always wanted but never knew. Uh we'll have plenty of time to talk about Elden Ring later. Um is, y'all, is the George R. R. Martin um like the, co-authorship Yeah, obvious? so can you tell Nobody knows. <laughs> The, okay. the, George R. So R. R. Martin made yeah, Elden so Ring. Let, uh, yeah, I'll give type type thirty seconds. So Elden Ring, the latest entry from, from Software, a creator of Dark Souls, yada yada yada. Um, they announced when this game this game was announced like four years ago, and it was saying that Miyazaki, the creator of Dark Souls, Miyazaki was was partnering with George R. R. Martin to create a game called Elden Ring. Period. And. <laughs> There was not like another another news release that came out that mentioned George R. R. Martin, and it is assumed, oh, or, and okay. maybe I haven't followed it, that so I'll publish an errata later. It's either assumed or confirmed that he didn't have much of an involvement at, like he kind of was in in the beginning. The writing is is it's just Dark Souls but different, but not. So <laughs> okay, yeah, it's just like medieval dark, dark fantasy, medieval shit. Dark Souls really cool lore. We'll do that maybe on another episode. But today, today we are talking about anime boys. Now we've had the op- opportunity here to debate this to t- dive into a lot of anime already on this show. We've piloted giant robots while exploring our crippling abandonment issues with Neon Genesis Evangelion. We've sailed the seas searching for treasure and surrogate father figures with One Piece. And we've journeyed across a war-torn landscape with a spunky group of teenage D&D monks to learn what it truly means to be a family with Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, today's episode today's episode is going to touch down on literally all of these themes, but through the guise of ninjas fighting zombie vampires. <laughs> I don't I'm know sold. where we're going, but I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's where we're going. I really like the idea that all the characters from Avatar are D&D monks because that means they made the really bad class good because that's yeah. easily <laughs> the worst subclass of monk and they somehow made it better. Yeah, but it's fun and it's cool flavor. So there's just there's just there's a lot of water whips, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of stunning strikes. I don't know who that joke is for. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as always, uh, special thanks to this month's master debater, Sharkbait who commissioned today's episode. If you out there listening want to commission your own episode of Flavor Text, go check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash debate this cast. Anyone that joins up for at the $25 a month master debater level will immediately get access to current and backlogs of our monthly movie nights. And then most importantly, after three months of membership, you'll be eligible for your first Flavor Text episode. So, guys, when we did One Piece, we talked a lot about the big three anime. Do you remember that? Does anybody remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, Kyle, do you remember what the big three anime are? Um, I wouldn't if I weren't looking at them written in the show notes. Do you want? Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, wait. Kyle... I know. I know the big. It's the yeah. big three. It's Metallica, Slayer, and Megadeth. That's the That's big it. three. That's it. Because um, I'm a very. I I would have probably gotten two, which is One Piece and Naruto, and I would have said Dragon Ball Z, which it's it's not yeah. Dragon Ball Z. It's yeah. It, I would have guessed the... Naruto. Yeah, Naruto, Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach, and it's the it's the big three is is really specific to like the two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the two thousands, the the real like what were the what were the dominant forces in two thousand to two thousand ten in manga and anime? Um, we've also so we talked about shonen anime. That's that's like stuff for boys. It's action stuff. It's it's robots. It's ninjas. It's samurai. It's you know. And then there's also shoujo, which we talked about when we talked about Code Geass, which is a little bit more like characterized and more emotional mm. and you know feminized or whatever because of the patriarchy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the so the big three anime. That's all what we are. We collectively as millennials grew up with, right? Those were those were what was popular when we were kind of in middle school, high school, and when Matt was born. Um, there it now is. Fine. let's talk. So today we're going to talk about what's going on. What's most popular right now. And when you talk about what is most popular right now, that is by all accounts, demon slayer. Oh, okay. I have yeah. never heard of this most popular thing. So that's yeah, right. What, so today is, so today we're going to talk about demon slayer with me today are my fellow recruits to the demon slayer core. Todd, water breathing, second form, water wheel, Thomas. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Uh, Matt, thunder breathing, first form, thunderclap and flash, Cole. And Kyle, beast breathing, fifth fang, crazy cutting, Harper. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> obviously, we don't have any idea what's going on. Obviously, you don't have any idea what's going on. Can you it's, help it's us? It's the moves. It's the moves they it's use the in moves. the show, right? It's the, yeah. it's the moves they use and in they, the show. This and they is do the, the, the Digimon thing of saying, like, boom bubble yep. every time they attack. And I, yeah, so I thought as, I didn't have access to Water Wheel until my second evolution, but that's okay. <laughs> it's the second form, Todd. Yeah, it's yeah, that's the second right form. There mm. in the move. Uh, it's their moves. Up, it's, it's their it's the shadow clone jutsu or the spirit bomb, right? Like it's that it's mm. that kind of thing. So what 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 you're gonna find in this anime? I mean, this is probably the most anime ass anime we've ever talked about on the show. Um, it's very weeby, but I will also say I'm gonna put a stake in the ground and say I think this is my favorite that we've talked about. Also, all right, um, Over I think this is. Yeah, I, I think this ask, is objectively the best. I think it's objectively the best. Evangelion. Well, I take that back. I think this is objectively the best, but Evangelion has a special place in my heart because I have a lot more of affinity to that because I didn't just watch it a week ago. Um, okay. Let, let's 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 start a little bit with the background. I, I like to. I always like to kind of when I get into this, start a little bit about like who created this and, and a little bit what the business stuff that was going on. So, um, oh, actually, first, sorry. Uh, do you want to go around? Does any, has anybody ever heard of Demon Slayer before? No, no I, none of okay. us have heard of it. You I can go on. I thought I had until you like said it's the most popular anime right now, and I was like, oh no, I've I like because I get I would have guessed this was also ten years old as well. See, I uh, was got it. Okay, I, I was waiting for Matt to say Demon Slayer was a band that he drank with at a Blitz Fest <laughs> uh, in his I old job. Don't know if there's a <laughs> band called Demon Slayer. The fact that you didn't straight up say yes or no. Means there's a chance. Well, because yeah. I've I've partied with a band called Demon Hunter before, but yeah. that's a different band. And a Warcraft class. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. 
let's talk a little bit about the background of Demon Slayer. So Demon Slayer was first released as Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba as part of the Weekly Shonen Jump manga anthology in Japan in February of 2016. You guys prob- may remember talking us talking about Weekly Shonen Jump before when we talked about One Piece. This is kind of the the mm. mass anthology that, that kind of showcases all the new and upcoming manga artists and all of the big dogs have been a part of Shonen Jump. Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, Yu-Gi-Oh, My Hero Academia. It goes on and on and on. Could you Kyle, explain question. briefly what mm-hmm. like a, an issue is? Is this a magazine? Is this a, it's a magazine? Yeah. So what's an yeah, issue so, of Shonen Jump look like? Then? Yeah, that's is, a great question. So right, I actually I looked a little bit into this because we don't have anything like this necessarily in America. I I I think the best way to equate this is actually. Consider it a platform, like consider it like a Netflix or something like you subscribe to Shonen Jump. You don't subscribe to, uh, it's not like it's a, it's a series of publishers. It's a, it's a collection, right? So it's, it is a gateway much like you would subscribe to Netflix or or, uh, Spotify. It's trying to feature a bunch of artists. It might not feature all of the artists and there is inherently in, in a business that stands to gain financially from it. But not everything that goes through Shonen Jump is a hit, right? It's it's a it's a training right. ground or it's right, a right. it's a proving ground. So it's like a zine. It's a zine. It's but, a comic well, zine. So right, got it. so does does your weekly issue of Shonen Jump have a have a an issue of of One Piece in it that you like yeah. can sample? Yeah, it would. It's it not would be, just imagine, like re- it's not just like imagine reviews. if it's like. It's it's a series, it's a collection. So imagine if you if you were receiving like like a Marvel Unlimited, like I'm gonna read the this this month's Spider Man and I'm gonna read this month's Captain America and this month's Iron Man. Like it's that thing. But like in between Spider Man and Captain America is like Mr. Poopy Butthole okay. issue mm, okay. one, which is like so, who, from who the hell? So every knows. every week you it's would from Rick and Morty. You would get your your one piece, your Naruto and and your bleach in here but it might also slip in um the first yep. issue of of like the adventures of mr poopy butthole yeah that's and, that's how i've understood it okay. and, and again like i might be wrong so if somebody wants to at me feel so, free at so, me i'll be okay. playing elden ring so fuck so you, you anyway so you can like <laughs> tear up from like feet potent like we might feature you every once in a while to a like you're in the issue now Baby yeah, and then thing. eventually okay. the goal being you you start publishing standalone issues. Gotcha. And gotcha, in standalone gotcha. issues, we don't get Shonen Jump here in the States, obviously, but we do get standalone issues of manga. And if you go to a library or a bookstore, you'll see that's what you'll see. Yeah. That's what that is. Just okay. like how comics would have anthologies of multiple volumes. So same idea. Um okay, so Demon Slayer or Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is the official manga title, was written and illustrated by Kiyoharu Gotu- Gotoge. Um, Kiyoharu Gotoge is a very interesting person, mostly because nobody knows anything about them. They have remained completely anonymous in public, um, and don't really have anything before or after their credit. I love that. Um, it's mm-hmm. cool. cool. Uh, the The name is very much thought to be a pen name, but oh, nobody knows. Obvi- yeah, of course. Yeah, it's sure, the, yeah. It's the Creed Bratton of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of anime. Um, their gender is not even unknown, is not even known. So anything writing about is using writing about this person is using they them pronouns because nobody knows who this is. Nice. Um, yeah. Now this is another interesting piece about Demon Slayer itself is unlike some of its other Shodan Jump peers, looking at you, One Piece, uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba 
only ran for four years and actually ended in May 2020, which folks who listen to our One Piece episode will remember, One Piece is still going on and has been for more than 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. One Piece will outlive the heat death of the sun. Yep. Now, despite all this, despite having an only a runtime of only four years, Demon Slayer, the manga, is the ninth best-selling series manga series of, sorry, the ninth best-selling manga series of all time. This is beating out, ser- like, on anime staples like Attack on Titan, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Astro Boy, and even the aforementioned Bleach. So this, this, this little guy is only was only out there for four years and just made such a such a massive splash. Hmm. And a lot of this is attributed to the huge, huge, huge popularity of the animated series, which is what we're going to talk about today. Now, the the reason now is I thought it was funny that Kyle said I would have thought this came out ten years ago. The series actually aired in 2019, so this is a very wow. new wow. show. Wow! Wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is very very new, um, and it aired with the original. The first season ran with 26 episodes. Now, the show was such a hit in Japan that it brought a ton of people over to the manga so that they could finish the story, which is pretty mm. common. So, uh, you know, I mean, this is like, this is the Infinity War of, <laughs> of anime series. Like, okay. this fucking exploded over in Japan. And a lot of that is said to be attributed to the pandemic um, because yeah. people were catching up on stuff during when they were in lockdown in 2020. All of Japan was locked down much more uh, seriously a, than, than we were. Got a new show mm-hmm. with 26 episodes. Yeah, like, yep. um, why yeah. not? Yeah. Can I offer another metaphor in that? Is this like the WandaVision of shonen anime in the sense that like it blew up and a bunch of people who maybe hadn't been into shonen stuff before hopped on the train yeah. with the rest of us? I think that's I think that's probably fair. Yeah, I think it's from what I read. That sounds like a pretty, pretty good uh, summation. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the English dub. Um, a company called Aniplex, who's done a lot of distribution or localizations, uh, secured the license to distribute the anime in North America in 2019. Shortly after, an English dub was done by Funimation and premiered first on Adult Swim in the new Toonami block in December of 2019, and then was released to streaming a year later. And it yeah, currently yeah. exists on the Funimation a- app and on Netflix. You can watch the f- entire oh. first season on Netflix. Cool. Cool. So it really was, I mean, to hit streaming in 2020 means that yep. the whole world watched it. Yeah, that's correct. So the, this except hit it. The, the this three hit of it, us, apparently. Except yeah, the, right? the three of us. Well, I hadn't I hadn't heard about it until a week, a week, a week ago. So well, and when it comes to Netflix, I'm too busy watching Love is Blind. So <laughs> can't be bothered. That's only for you. Nah, uh, that's this, me, too. We, I've watched uh, Love is nah, Blind. I knew too. what I said. He got you. He got me. <laughs> Come watch these trash humans deal with trash humans. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so, it's such good trash. Go on. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Andrew, please keep telling yeah. us about anime. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier, this is an incredibly, as much, what a huge hit this show is. This series constantly appears on best of lists. And actually the creator, Koyo, Koyoharu Gotoge, was even featured in Time's 100 Most Influential People in 2021. Wow. Um, this would be the very first time that a manga artist was included in this list. Well, cool. And wow. an anonymous manga artist that and has, anonymous to boot. that can't be picked out of a lineup. An anonymous manga artist who had not done anything besides this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, 
Now we'll talk. I want to talk a little bit. We're not going to talk about the movie too much today, but I do want folks listening to know. So after season one aired, a standalone movie was released called Demon Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba: The Movie Mugen Train. Um, Mugen means infinite in Japanese. Infinite Infinity Train. I'm, I'm a sucker okay. for a good train story. <laughs> yeah, now we're we're not going to talk about that today. Um, but you remember when we talked about Studio Ghibli and the Spirited Away? This and I mentioned when Spirited, and you might remember me saying when I was talking about Spirited Away, like this is the highest grossing movie of all time until recently. That is because Demon Slayer oh, Mugen Train wow. sur- recently surpassed Spirited Away. My hmm. Andrew Henderson's favorite movie of all time, Spirited Away, <laughs> in all time earnings to become the highest grossing anime movie of all time. Wow. Wild. Wow. Yeah. It is wild. Um, I'm going to end this section with what's, I think, the most important point, which I would like to present to you to enter into the pantheon of anime bangers, Demon Slayer's anime opening. It is so much a certified banger. <laughs> um, I we will. I'll obviously have a link in the show notes. Um or if you're listening, take a minute, go look it up. Uh, this song is called Gerenge by a, an artist called Lisa. It's capital L, small I, capital S, capital A, who is a massively successful Japanese singer and songwriter. Her music has been used in other shows like Sword Art Online, Fate Zero, and My Hero Academia. And uh, I think pretty much like they are my personal favorite J-pop artist. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, they're, they're great. Is, I love their this stuff. This is the, the, pre, the pre-work you sent us. This is the pre-work that I sent. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. so you guys, cool. yeah, that 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 ripped. That was yeah, really it does awesome. slap. Yeah, mm-hmm. very very cool. Um, so I have ADHD, and when I was researching this episode, I went a little bit down a, a different path and spent two hours learning about Japanese history during World War One and World War Two. I'm not going to get into all that, but I do want to tell you why I why I I went down this particular route. Um, so. Part of so this show takes place in the Taisho period in Japan, and Japanese history is split up into periods that are denoted by which emperor uh, was ruling over um, Japan at the time. They're still they still do this. They have a monarchy, much like UK has a monarchy, and so but they have a, they're a full democracy. Um, so the Taisho period represents the period of time from 1912 to 1926. Um, before that was the Meiji period, and after that was the Showa period, and this was pretty much the entire kind of lead up to Japan entering World War II into the Axis powers. Um, before that, uh, so th- this show takes place around the 20s, give or take the 1920s. This was a period of mass uh, economic boom, um, a, 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 a period of peace rivaling no other um, that people thought could never end. Do you guys do you guys see any parallels between this and our our the U.S.'s own 1920s? I, I don't. I see yeah. absolutely none. No you parallels. Know, you could spell them out yeah. for me, and I probably wouldn't see it. <laughs> so, uh, so Demon Slayers. When you watch Demon Slayer, it's definitely not really based on history. It just takes place in 19. 19- 1916 1918 Japan gotcha. but the vibe behind it is very very um inspired by the Meiji restoration which was a period of time in Japan when Japanese like this is post industrial rev or dur- pre during the industrial revolution where people kind of yearned for the had grow nostalgic for the um the kind of more 
feudal era culture that came out of Japan during that time, like during the Renaissance era. Mm. Um, that's called the Edo period. So like everything that you know about like anything that's considered quote unquote, like weeby shit, like the kimonos and the sandals and the samurai and ninja that all comes from the Edo period. Um, the Meiji restoration in the early like 1910s era was uh, very nostalgic for that period. So a lot of the culture shown Demon Slayer is a very, very Japanese show. It is a celebration of Japanese culture. Pokemon Legends Arceus is the newest iteration of this. Like it, it looks like you're playing poke or it looks like you're watching Pokemon Legends Arceus. Like that world mm. is very similar to what's being portrayed okay. here. I gotcha. Cool. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like the And that's all I'm gonna get into that. The last <laughs> like probably probably the last time Japan's culture wasn't heavily influenced by the West as well. I, I would yes. say. And this. and interestingly enough, Kyle, that's a really that's so that's kind of the tie here is there is a particular character who's ultimately becomes the big, big, big bad who is depicted as the only Western character ah, in this show. Nice. nice. We love right. to see it. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and culturally, a lot of what was happening in fiction at the time um, was a kind of a fear of the Westernization of Japan's culture. Um, and that was that was a very common <laughs> can't uh, imagine thread why. in horror. I can't imagine <laughs> <Right>. why. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. Let's get into Demon Slayer. So we're going to start by talking about the final selection arc, which covers the first six or so episodes. Demon Slayer begins with the introduction of our main character, Tanjiro Kamado. He's a good, good boy who lives on the side of a mountain overseeing a rural village with the rest of his family. Tanjiro is the eldest, and therefore he takes care of his family financially by selling charcoal to the nearby village. And the, the adorability of this family is cranked up to 11, as you can see in image one, when all of the younger kids are like trying to talk to Tanjiro out of leaving to go sell the goods. Uh. And he's, he's a good, good boy with a good, good, cute family. And yes, the Commodos are an adorable, happy family that nothing bad will ever happen to ever, ever, ever. Oh, Andrew. Tanjiro and has red hair, so you can tell they're different. Yeah, they got he, the... Oh, right. he, he, uh, so Tanjiro... Uh, has like kind of like red highlights in his hair. His gotcha. hair is black, but it's like it's like a, a red outline. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that yeah. picture that picture dials that up a little bit. It's more than uh, Tan Tanjiro is the one in the like ska jacket, right? Yes, yes. Tanjiro, if you're he, looking at the image gallery, he's the one with the scarf and the scar on the left side of his face. He's, he's looking to pick character. it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> that is. I didn't write it down, but that is a that is a very traditional um, Japanese garb, and I can't remember what it's called. Hmm. Um, image two, you'll see his old eldest sister Nezuko, who is wearing a pink kimono. It's it's hard to tell, and she's carrying a small toddler in, in the back. So this is this is the Komodo family. There's seven kids and their mother, and there there is you'll notice no father. Um, this has never happened in any Japanese media where there was an absent father. No, <laughs> there hasn't. <laughs> so anyway uh nezuko is a good good girl and uh she's also adorable and definitely will never experience any kind of supernatural horror man the anyway. plot armor that these characters have is just fantastic <laughs> anyway so they all go about their day and everyone's happy and they become they continue yeah. to they stay he a happy sell, loving he family sells the charcoal and brings the money back home and yep and everything mm -hmm. is yep. great and he buys his siblings a toy uh so tanjiro, <laughs> tanjiro travels down to the village to sell this pack of charcoal 
And uh, in in kind of like a very like first scene of Beauty and the Beast, we see all the villagers like Tanjiro, welcome, and it's like the the birds are chirping. Like, everyone's like, "How you doing, my boy?" Like he's just you know there he's a, he's a good good boy. Um, there's a there's a scene where one of the villagers insists that Tanjiro crash with him for the night uh, because it's getting late, and quote the demons come out at night. And Tanjiro, as a good good you know courteous little boy is is like this man recently lost his wife he must be lonely to believe all of these fairy tales I, i'll just be nice and reluctantly accept cool cool guy tanjiro yeah yeah uh so tanjiro wakes up the next day refreshed and ready to head back up to the mountain to reunite with his do- adorable family who are all totally fine and patiently waiting for him mm-hmm. and this is when we're introduced to tanjiro's quirk i guess not quirk in the sense of like my hero academia power just like it's a characterization uh tanjiro has a heightened sense of smell uh tanjiro um, ate the smell smell fruit you gotta make it a verb it's gotta be grosser yeah uh and it's not it's not like it's a superpower like a sniff sniff fruit thing it's just that like he can smell it's kind of like he's got like a built-in insight check yeah, uh, yeah, he uses he, like yeah. he he uses his nose to to smell trouble, you know, like a little bit of a spidey sense, if you will. We've all um, seen Wolverine movies. <laughs> we've all <laughs> seen Wolverine movies. Uh, well, and unfortunately, the way that we see this iterate is that he, upon approaching the house, Tanjiro smells blood, a lot of blood. Ooh, and he arrives to the house, and I'm gonna say this show leans into the horror. Like it, this Ooh. is not a children's show. <laughs> I got mad. This <laughs> is not attention. a children's show. Like, despite the fact that it is like the, it is a, a it is like a very much like a Naruto style anime. It's brutal. And it, and it hits you with the gut punches minute one. So we're six minutes into the first episode and we see this entire family grisly murdered inside their own home. Like bodies, Ooh. corpses everywhere, like ripped to shreds. It's rough. Um, the first thing is we see the oldest sister Nezuko um, lying over top of one of the younger kids outside of the house. Like she's over top, like trying, like she was trying to protect him. Ooh, and boy. then he opens the door and it's just like blood everywhere. It's like an episode of Dexter. Um, wow. Tanjiro awesome. discovers it's wild. Um, Tanjiro discovers. Okay, so I know Todd knows this, but like the first the first bit of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, it's like Nothing. that. Like, okay, nope. it, it 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 grabs you pretty mm-hmm. quick. Um. Anyway, so uh, Tanjiro discovers that Nezuko's body again, that's the eldest sister, um, is the only one that's still warm. So the scene flashes, and he's we see him carrying her on his shoulders, all out sprinting down the mountain to try to find a doctor. Uh, so Tanjiro's sprint turns into this into like an exhausted walk as he's just like meandering down the mountain, exhausted. Um, he briefly passes out, and he and Nezuko fall off this large embankment into the snow below. Tanjiro comes to and sees Nezuko standing over him, and he's relieved for one second, but that quickly turns to horror as Nezuko lunges at him with these razor sharp fangs and this like bloodlust of a monstrous beast, like she's a zombie. And in image three, this is what Nezuko looks like. I accidentally Dang. went too far in the uh, image uh, gallery, yeah. and yeah. I was very interested how we got here. Yeah, she's yeah. veiny. She she mm-hmm. veiny vascular. Uh, yeah, so she's <laughs> growling. She's she's got all of the visual signs of like a zombie, uh, but but this is twenty eight days letter zombie rules. So like the zombies are like mm. super powered and super fast. Yeah, 
Gotcha. Uh, so Tanjiro's trying trying to wrestle her off of off of him. Her supernatural strength overwhelms him. She literally like grows bigger and and ma- and more vascular. <laughs> okay. Um, he's look looking into his sister's blood thirsty thirsty eyes. Tanjiro is like pleading with his sister, like just hang on, don't turn. And and for a brief moment, we see like you know like the end of Pokemon, the first movie when <laughs> when Pikachu cries and brings Ash back to life. Um, yeah. We see we see a single tear drop from his demon sister's eyes, and like her eyes go back to like from those like cat like cat eye slits to like normalize for like a second, and she kind of backs off. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. Now this is all is interrupted by a mysterious swordsman who at that point attempts to cut down Nezuko, um, who is like pretty much in this berserker like rage. Uh, and Tanjiro is like still trying to protect her. Again, like this guy's wiped out. He's been beaten already to 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 all hell. Yeah. Um this swordsman is on image four. This mysterious swordsman introduces himself as Gyu Tomioka, who is a member of the Demon Slayer Corps. Ah, uh, yeah. I said the name of the thing. Ah, yeah. Yeah. He said the name of the movie. Got it. Uh, Demon Slayer Corps, we learned, is a secret society of warriors who hunt monsters known as demons that prey on unsuspecting humans. And this is Gyu Tomioka. Um, fun, fun side note, Gyu, Gyu's uh, English dub voice actor is Johnny, Lung, Johnny Young Bosch, who also did the voice of Lelouch Lamperouge in Code Geass. Ah. Yeah, and you may remember it was also the Black Ranger, the Black Power Ranger uh, for the first Power Rangers movie. Sick. Okay, cool. Andrew, are you telling me you watched dubs of this? I watched dubs. I like dubs. I like dubs of (laughs) of high. I'm sorry. I like dub because I like voice acting. I think voice acting is really good. This Um, guy also likes dubs. I don't watch a movie and read. Yeah, yeah. Except Todd. I do watch movies with subtitles. <laughs> I mean, you do. You have to do something. Uh, <laughs> so then we get this fight between Giyu and Tanjiro. Obviously, like very one-sided. Um, Giyu's like, "Get the fuck out of the way! I'm trying to. Ki- this is a demon. Like, I have to kill her." And Tanjiro's like, "No, she's my sister." Um, because it's the power of love and friendship in anime. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, despite being woefully unmatched with this like master swordsman, um, Tanjiro has a little like hatchet, you know, from collecting wood from yeah, uh, from from his not charcoal being business. A, yeah, yeah, from not being yeah. a, a samurai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, despite being woefully unmatched, uh, Tanjiro does show a few glimpses of promise to Giyu. Um, one interesting p- bit about Tanjiro is that his forehead is really hard and he headbutts things a lot, and it's never explained why. <laughs> It's just like, it's just like a weird thing that like sometimes Tanjiro headbutts people and it's always really hard. Sure. Okay. Tanjiro can both smell good and head hard. Yeah. Those are Tanjiro's powers. Mm. All right. Cool. Those are his characteristics. Yeah. Um, I don't, and and neither of those are explained. It's just kind of funny that they they just exist. Like, all right. All right. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Um, but most importantly, he shows that good old shonen anime grit and determination. He's going to be the very best, the best there ever was. Not to mention, the longer that the two fight, the more Giyu recognizes that Nezuko isn't just your ordinary garden variety demon. Mm. Oh, so, of course not. Special, special demon. Yeah. Special demon. So this is what I think that is most, what I like most about this show is that Tanjiro is not a special boy. He's just a normal ass dude. Um, unlike naruto and one piece where they all are like 
the special guy who has all of the, you know, the Harry Potter of the, the world. Chosen like, yeah. The chosen ones. The chosen ones. Tanjiro's not a chosen one. He's just a dude. He's just, He's just a, a dude that found himself in a bad way, all which right. is cool. Yeah. It's a, cool. it's a, it's a cool little change to that, to that trend. Um, so Gyu backs off and uh, he tells Tanjiro, he's like, okay, cool. Like, I'll let you go. Um, he tells Tanjiro, seek out a man named Sakonji Urokodaki uh, to teach him the ways of the Demon Slayer. So Urokodaki eventually becomes like a mentor. Um, Tanjiro resolves that he will do whatever he can to find a way to turn Nezuko back into a human. So he agrees to do this. And here we have our show. So Tanjiro is journeying to with Nezuko to find a way to turn her back into a human. Great. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. There's your, we got a pilot. Um, one, one, there's a bunch of rules for demons, which we'll cover as they come up. The first major one that you guys have to know now is that demons are only active at night. Um, they, we don't know why yet, but demons can only come out at night. So they have to travel at night because otherwise Nezuko could perish. Um, Giyu also, and the reason I say you might have seen, you might have seen images from Demon Slayer before, even though you might not know that you had, um, image five, image five is probably the most iconic of Demon Slayer. This is another image of Nezuko, but this time wearing her, uh, iconic bamboo muzzle. Um, Giyu at this at the end of episode one fashions this bamboo muzzle that goes around Nezuko's mouth, and uh, this image, like this character, is a very popular character. So anyone who has been on threads, Reddit threads, internet threads in the last couple years about anime probably your, came across this character. It's walk like, through your local hot topic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's image five. Um, what does the what what does the bamboo muzzle do? The bamboo muzzle, well, what it does is it stops her from trying to eat people. Ah. Because she is a zombie. Because demons eat people. And that is probably the rule that I should have clarified. Demons (laughs) eat people. Okay. Question. Uh, Demons are vampire zombies. Yes, Matt. That was, okay, well, that was going to be my question, was that, like, yeah. you're saying demon, you're saying zombie, you're saying vampire. Are those all the same? They they are all the same and also different, and I will explain why, but we don't know that yet, because okay. at this point, all we've seen is Nezuko acting, she can't talk, she just grunts, and she's just, like, she's just, like, like a beast, She's like a, almost like a werewolf kind of thing. I know I'm throwing more fictitious monsters, but <laughs> so she she doesn't have it. Doesn't seem like she has like sentience, um, but what we learn is that she actually does and can hear. She still can't talk, but she's also so the 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 muzzle is intended for her to 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 stop her from eating people. Mm. Um, is, and we'll we'll learn a little bit more about that in the next. Is episode. there something stopping her from? removing the muzzle herself um good question i would say we don't know that yet um really at this point the the big the big deal with nezuko is that uh somehow tanjiro convinced her to stop attacking him and she has decided and during this fight she actually and i should have explained she actually tries to protect tanjiro in this fight with giyu Okay. Um, so Giyu is like because she has supernatural strength now and she's yeah. like she's not trained because she's a 16 year old girl uh, who is you know just living at home um, but she you know she fights much like you would see like a zombie in a zombie movie just like complete disregard for for your body um, I'll, I'll set up a couple other rules just so you guys you guys know so a couple other rules about demons in this world and, and capital D demon um, 
they're not demon in like the bi- biblical sense. They're just, sure. that's what these monsters are called. So um, the next episode, um, there's it's wholly unremarkable, but uh, it's basically we kind of in a monster of the week kind of style where Tanjiro and Nezuko are heading to meet up with Uro Kodaki. They come across a temple and uh, they try to crash in the temple, but in the temple is a demon feasting on humans. And this is when we see what demons actually do because we never saw the demons attack the Kamado household. The the demon was Mm. already gone. So we see now in episode two, it kind of sets up like, okay, this is what demons are. So there's a demon eating this, uh, this group and in this group of monks in a temple um tanjiro being the good good boy tries to stop the demon and again is woefully under you know uh, overwhelmed um fortunately this is where we see nezuko step in again she's kind of she's kind of the deus ex machina at this point where you know she's just got supernatural abilities um and the two of them are able to kind of fend off this demon um a couple things happen that sets up the rules of demons in this world. So the one thing is this demon actually talks and talks in like full sentences and is completely like coherent, can listen, can can articulate. So we learn that demons aren't just mindless zombies. They're more like vampires in like a Castlevania sense where they are just this, they are just like fully sentient, like human like beings. Um, they naturally eat humans, but what is this? What they're actually doing is drinking blood. So, blood, human blood, is the source of their strength. So, hence why I say they are more vampire than they are zombie. I know that was admittedly confusing. Um, also, it's interesting. Demons can't die by normal means, uh, so they feel pain, but their bodies regenerate on this like rapid scale. So, if you if you cut off the arm of a demon, it'll just grow back in seconds. If you slice a demon in half, it'll just like regenerate the rest of its body. If you cut a demon's head off, it will grow another body and its other body will just like run around. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. pretty wild. Um, and this actually happens. So there's a scene where like Tanjiro is able to like slice this demon's head off and impale it to a tree. And then two little like stick arms grow out of its neck. <laughs> it's like really <laughs> weird. Um, and And we learned the last rule is that Demons can't die unless they are di- they are in direct sunlight. Okay, and sure. Sunlight uh. sunlight will burn them up like paper. Hmm. So uh, Tanjiro and Nezuko are saved by this old man wearing a Tengu mask, and he introduces himself as none other than Urokodaki, who is image six, and this is one of our many surrogate father figures. Ah, <laughs> wouldn't be an anime without a surrogate father figure. Yep, that's right, Kyle. It would not. So uh, Tengu, uh, the Tengu is a kind of like old, uh, f- uh, kind of like a like a goblin, like a benevolent spirit in Japanese culture and in in, uh, in um, folktale literature, things like that. Um, you may have folks, you may have seen a Tengu mask before. Anyone's the played anyone that's played Sekiro. Um, there's a there's a prominent character that wears a Tengu mask as well. Um, anyway, it's a very Japanese symbol. Uh, Uro Kodaki then takes Tanjiro and Nezuko with him, um, saying that Tanjiro has the strong scent of fear and is basically too kind to have what it takes to cut it as a demon slayer. Um, He also makes Tanjiro swear to to kill his sister if the time ever comes that she kills a human. Um, And this is, we we start our training montage. So the three of them head to Sanjiri Mountain, which is Uro Kodaki's home. Tanjiro is put to rigorous training right away. I mean, what the hell else is he going to do? His entire family right. was murdered. Like, right. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know. this is your life now, chief. Yeah. 
so Tanjiro's first test is to just simply traverse this mountain, um, which he thinks is easy because like, I grew up on mountain. This is easy. Except it isn't because this mountain is an a- an actual death trap and it's littered with like spike pits and giant Great. logs. And uh. it's like, a, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a huge obstacle course um, in this car- cartoonishly dangerous series of traps that's been hidden in, on this mountain. Um, an entire year passes. An entire year passes in the form of a training montage. Tanjiro, we see Tanjiro perfecting his athleticism through running through the obstacle course. Um, he learns how to wield a sword from Uro Kodaki. Um, we get some more exposition about demons and how demon slayers fight them. Um, what you need to know is demon slayers wield special swords uh, that are able to actually kill demons. They they use a special alloy. Doesn't matter. It's sun steel. Who cares? MacGuffin oh, metal. Okay. Yeah, it's MacGuffin metal. But if but by using one of those swords and actually beheading a demon, you can kill it without without, without the whole direct daylight. sunlight thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, he also explains how uh, Uro Kaodaki also explains how demon slayers are able to fight. And this is the most like superpower ninja ninjutsu that this show gets. So this show's whole thing is uh call is this this idea of total concentration breathing. This is an ideology that all the demon slayers follow and this is this is what allows them to perform at superhuman levels in order to fight back the demons because mind you that in this universe demon slayers are just normal people they don't have superpowers they're not naruto ninjas they don't have magic but they do use they all they all kind of employ their this different variation of total concentration breathing that allows them to surpass their limits this is what gives them magic. And and it's all the anime. There's a water one, a fire one, <laughs> a, a bug one, a yep. sand one. You yep. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. the, that's this. Which is like cool. Yeah. You, you gotta have a bunch you gotta have a, a good way to have a bunch of one note characters. Yeah. yeah you need right. your you need your like your elemental boys for the, yeah, for the first yeah. half of your anime. Yeah. Exactly. So you guys, when you watch the opener, you probably saw some of that. Yes. Um, that might that yeah. might that likely makes sense now. Um Anyway, so we'll get into that in a little bit later. Throughout these montages, we see, of course, the hard ass with the heart of gold trope play out in Uro Kodaki as our good, good Tengu dad. Um, <laughs> while all of this is happening, uh, Nezuko, mind you, is sleeping soundly in this catatonic state. So basically, since the fight oh. with the the demon and the other demon, the temp the temple demon, um, she's just been compl- like in a coma, uh, just taking no a no- plot nap, just taking a plot nap for an entire year. Mm-hmm. And she just yeah. sleeps. An Odin sleep. Yeah, yeah she's she an Odin sleep. She'll wake and, up and when she... the plot demands it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of s- Nezuko's whole thing. Is she's very like she she just kind of shows up when when she's needed. You know. Sure, sure. Do we ahead, see Matt. her get put into Odin's sleep, or is it just like a year later? Also, this character. Uh, no, she every once in a while, like because they're staying in the same room and. Tanjiro will come back and he's like complete he's like bloodied and bruised and he's like sure I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a human someday Nezuko yeah, and she's tell, just sleeping tells her about it tells her about his whole day and yeah pretty she's much just sleeping mm, yeah, got yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah pretty much that because he's sense. a good good boy and she's a good good girl yeah uh so on the one year anniversary of their meeting Uro Kodaki tells or explains Tanjiro's Uro, Uro Kodaki gives Tanjiro his final test he leads Tanjiro to a secluded spot on the mountain where a giant circular boulder sits in a clearing. 
And he tells Tanjiro that in order to be accepted into the final selection screening process, Tanjiro must slice this boulder in half. The boulder is on image seven. <laughs> oh, it's big. Okay. It's oh, yeah, three that's... times the size of, of a man. That is Someone a worked really hard to get that there. <laughs> it's also perfectly spherical. Right. You know? And you're just yeah. going to cut it in half? Yep. Man. What was so, that tweet? A large boulder the size of a small boulder. <laughs> uh, so Tanjiro attempts this a few times that is, you know, as hard as he can. Uh, but obviously it's impossible because it's a giant boulder. Um, Uro Kodaki just like leaves. He's just like, I'm disappointed and leaves. I, I mean, so, yeah, I guess like if, if you can't yeah. cut a boulder in half, you can't. You can't fight demons. That you can't Tanjiro dodge a wrench. Just, you can't dodge a ball. Yeah. Tanjiro is just disappointing dads left, right, and center. <laughs> yeah. So six more months pass. Tanjiro has spent every second of his waking day training, conditioning, improving his skills. Even still, he can't put a crack in that boulder. Um, after While this is happening, Tanjiro is visited by two mysterious youths wearing these kitsune or fox masks. Um, these are, if anyone has played the legend of Zelda, that's mm-hmm. the yellow, like the yellow Pikachu mask. It's a Kitsune mask. Uh, Kitsune is that how is you fox. say that word? I've been saying uh, that. Kitsune. 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 Okay. Okay. That's closer to how I've been pronouncing. I was going to say, I've been saying that word wrong for over a decade, but no I'm, time. I'm from Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, that's, that's my, like, I don't know shit. Uh, the, the boy introduces himself as Sabito and the girl as Makomo. And uh, Sabito and Makomo are in image eight. They are both wearing these kitsune masks. Uh, Sabito challenges Tanjiro to a sword fight. I should also note that when they show up, there's this like heavy fog and it's all very like dreamy and surreal. That'll come up later. Um, Sabito challenges Tanjiro to a sword fight. Tanjiro remarks that it won't be a fair fight as Sabito is wielding like just like a wooden toy sword. Um, to which Sabito responds by summarily whomping Tanjiro. Yeah, Tanjiro. That's, yeah, that's that's of tradition. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, Tanjiro is blown away by Sabito's superhuman agility and strength. We see Sabito like some like very like Naruto esque like f- like flashing from tree to tree like pshu 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 you know like that kind of thing. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Sabito chastises him by saying he's been wasting his time on the mountain and that he needs to train harder to truly perfect total concentration breathing. So that's, uh, again, setting up this is the Demon Slayer thing. So mm-hmm. Tanjiro right now could probably be in the Olympics, but he can't. But he probably can't, can't fight a, a demon. Still can't be a Demon Slayer yet. Yep. Okay. Another six months pass. So at this point, two years have passed since the Kamino family was murdered. Is his sister still asleep? Still asleep. Still snoozing? It's Odin's sleep, Todd. It is Odin's Odin sleep, sleep. right? It's Odin's sleep. Uh, we see Tanjiro She'll wake put- up when the plot asks her to wake up. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. We see Tanjiro pushing himself to his absolute limit to try and emulate Sabito's, Sabito's quick movements and fast techniques. Um, this whole thing culminates in one last battle. Mind you, this is just one episode. Like, this is a very quick, like, two years past in one episode. Okay, uh, okay. This all culminates in one last battle where it finally clicks for Tanjiro. Um, now, through Tanjiro's voiceover, we learn that he's figured out a way to combine his heightened sense of smell. Remember I said he's, he's just a really good smeller. Uh, with total concentration breathing, which to explain, the there is a little bit of explained science here, but it is all very like, yeah, fuck you, who cares? It, mm-hmm. it, the idea is like, 
you're gonna use every vein in your body and like it's, pump air through all it. it's yoga it's, it's just the, yoga it's that the makes limit, you do it's swords. the limitless thing like the we only yeah. use 10 percent of our brains yeah. and now we're now we're using 100 percent you it's get that. it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea that yoga can make you really good at swords right yeah <laughs> I think that's we've all seen bit. bradley cooper movies before <laughs> <laughs> So I think this is really this is illustrated really cool, and I think you know the one thing that that I can't show and I can't prove in an audio format, but I really want you guys to take away is the animation on this show is so very good, and that's why I like the anime opener is the first link I'll put in the show the show notes because the animation is very very good. Yeah, um, and and I think it's visually illustrative too of what's actually happening. Because there's a lot of things that happen on screen that are intended to explain what the characters are trying to do. Because like a lot of things that are, you're seeing on screen aren't actually happening, right? Like they're not they're not shooting water from their swords. They're just swinging their swords really fast. But but the show does this thing, and we'll talk about it in a bit with total concentration breathing to make it look cool. Rule of cool. Um, one yeah, of man. those things is how so everything with this show is you know the sword fights aren't like three episodes long. This isn't Dragon. This isn't Goku versus Frieza. Sword fights are fights in this show are very quick and often culminate as like little mini puzzles, right? Because like all Tanjiro has to do is cut off a demon's head. So in order to do that, he's in his own mind. He's like, okay, I need to collect myself. I need to find the weak point. Kind of like playing Elden Ring. You just need to find the opening. <laughs> So it's all about your, Tanjiro like your iframes, be, baby. It's all about Tanjiro using his iframes <laughs> to find the opening. And and the show illustrates this by him scent like smelling the scent and almost like predicting somebody's movements and then he sees visualizes a small thread tightening and like pinpoint landing on in many cases the neck or wherever his his sword is going. So the first time that he does this is in this fight with Sabito where he like he stops and he does yoga breathing and then the th- <laughs> then the thread pulls and you see this thread directly at Sabito's face the, the mask on, on his face and we see Tanjiro in one quick movement slice through Sabito's face and the mask comes cu- like cuts clean through the mask and we see Sabito like look shocked and then flash Sabito and Ma- Makomo are gone and we get to image 11 where that boulder has been cut through okay so the fox kid was the boulder we don't really know um well we do know but that he's not the boulder he's he's a he's a spooky ghost but we'll get yeah kitsune are real real ghosty and mysterious um Yeah. yeah think think like nine tails is probably your closest like yeah reference point to a kitsune um i I said that a little bit jumbled, so I'm going to double back and just explain what actually happened. So this is where we, we're we introduced to water breathing, which is Uro Kodaki's patented form of total concentration breathing. Um, it's the water one. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the, way that, the, the way that this is explained is Tanjiro imagines his body like water and and that's kind of the visualization and what we see is shown in image nine this is when tanjiro swings his sword this very like illustrative water like almost like a tide will follow his blade and it looks really fucking cool and all of the moves that they do the shadow clone jutsus all of the moves that they do are like 
water breathing second form water wheel and it's like that kind of thing because we got to check <laughs> yeah, that box yeah. mm-hmm. um, but what i think is also cool so i remember when i mentioned earlier the edo period of japan in like the 1800s like their kind of renaissance era um image 10 is an old art <laughs> good little art history here image 10 is an old <laughs> painting called the the wave of kanagawa um the wave of kanagawa obviously is a very famous famous painting everybody has seen this painting but the water that's uh shown in tanjiro's sword is obviously like heavily evocative yeah, of the wave of yeah, kanagawa yeah. which i think is cool so what you I, were saying earlier then is that like they are doing these forms that are yeah. based so like these are moves based on the movement of yes. water but and the water is not Actually, the water's not actually there. It, yeah, gotcha. it's a visual metaphor okay. for us, so it's fun to watch. Exactly, yeah, gotcha. and that's that's perfectly stated. Water isn't coming out of his sword. It's the visualization that he, so he can be as quick as he needs to be and as fluid and as adept as he needs to be. Gotcha. I just want to take a quick aside and say that I really love this art um, yeah. as the not typical anime enjoyer, largely because I don't, really dig the art style of most animes i really like this uh the wave of kanagawa is one of my two favorite paintings i really really like it it's very pretty also this picture that you have of tanjiro's water breathing way back in 2004 a younger matt cole was super into black silk bowling shirts that had this design on the (laughs) as seen in most of my elementary school pictures so i'm into this wait you you had the black silk button-up shirts with the with the water designs on them but you didn't watch anime yeah, Something's not adding up, man. He listened. Well, he listened to System of a Down. He chose that side of the oh, of the skill okay. tree. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was on the left wall of Hot Topic, not the back yeah. wall of Hot Topic. I put I put all my points into the other part of the mm-hmm. skill tree. I see. I see. I, I do have to say we can't move on until Matt tells us what his favorite piece of artwork is because you said this is like your, your second, second favorite. Yes. Oh, it's Wave of Kanagawa and then um, Starry Night. Okay. I was going to guess Night. Starry Night. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Neat. Yeah. Wave of Kanagawa was rad. It was a okay, fun moment. So... Still learning things about my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so the boulder is cut in two, and Tanjiro is amazed at, at the thing that the he just Solved the boulder puzzle. Solved the boulder puzzle. And as you can see in image 11, we get a really nice moment when Uro Kodaki appears from the shadows. He's been there the whole time, guys, watching over him. For like a year? For like a year. And he and he just comes in and he says, I'm so proud of you. And he gives him a big hug. And it's just like fucking sad. And it's so good. And Have I any of it. you guys ever tried to master a skill longer than like a month? And no. Not given up? Like, no. Todd, I mean, I've been playing Overwatch for a year and a half, bud. Yeah, well, and I'm not I'm not getting better at that either. But aside from that, there's not many things that I think I've put in more. I, I put more than a month of effort into before I'm like, that's not worth it. I don't know. I that. couldn't I couldn't go and run three miles two days in a row because mm-hmm. I was watching this show because I often <laughs> watch this show instead. I'm 34 and I can't I can't successfully ice skate like I, I, I and I'm not going to and I would never learn to but like dude cut a boulder in half after working at it for two years. Yeah I can't either. Okay so we're gonna kind of fast forward a little bit so we get a really nice moment with Tanjiro and Uro Kodaki. Mind you this is like the first four episodes like we are not but <laughs> we're gonna go a lot faster this is just a lot of stuff. sure sure. So uh 
Urokodaki prepares Tanjiro for the final selection. This is kind of the like graduation uh, Hell Knight, if you will, for the Demon Slayer Court. Cool. Uh, and much like Hell Knight, Tanjiro and the rest of the applicants have to survive a whole night in a forest teeming with demons instead of fraternity d- bros. Same thing. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Urokodaki gifts Tanjiro a kitsune mask of his own as a hallmark of one of Urokodaki's students, which again, it's a nice moment. Um, he also gives gifts him with the Demon Slayer sword, and this is where we learn about the sun steel can cut off a demon at the head, yada, yada, yada. So Tanjiro arrives at the final selection, a bunch with like other red shirt wannabe no or nobody demon slayers or wannabe slayers. Um, while making his way through the forest Hunger Games style, Tanjiro is cornered by this green hulking mass of a demon, complete with like six mutated arms in image twelve. That's tough to look at. I love yeah. that Whoa. design. It yeah. needs less arms and less veins on the arms. It's a veiny boy. There's a yeah. lot of a lot of vascularity in this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of va- there's a lot of blood vessels. Uh, so we learn a little bit more about um, Sabito and Makomo. So uh, this hulking mass of a demon is kind of like he's been in this forest for sixty years. Ever since Uro Kodaki trapped him there, um, he is trapped on the forest because the forest is, is surrounded by this plant called wisteria. It's a very purple, a uh, very pretty purple flower that grows in, that blooms in Japan. Wisteria, uh, wisteria is like the garlic for demons. Okay, the garlic for vampires is for demons. Fine, all right, fine, cool. whatever. Yeah. So this 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 big. The Incredible Hulk is is kind of trapped on this mountain and just preys on all of Uro Kodaki's students as signified by their kitsune masks. Oh, and, okay. And Uro Kodaki knows this and we kind of, it never says it. Like, it's not a trap. He kind of like, he's almost like trying to train students to beat this thing. Yeah, the student, the student that get, that beats this thing becomes my my one true student thing, sort of thing yeah it's it's a little bit yes it's a, it's more fatherly than that it's like he made a mistake and this mutant keeps in, ingesting more and more students and becomes more <laughs> more powerful and more powerful and like it's like charlie kelly putting a cat in the wall to get the bird out yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, so the the student that can rectify my greatest shame yeah. is the, yes. is my true yes. student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So so there's a really cool fight between Tanjiro and uh and the demon. In image 12, this boy that he's got around his neck does not live. It might surprise you. Mm-hmm. Um that boy's so, still alive? He does not. No, 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 no. He's super. Yeah. He's super dead. Yeah, he's super dead. Something uh, about the blood so, coming out of his eye gave it away. Yeah, that was what gave it to me. Uh, during their fight, we see uh, we see this image of Sabito and Makomo standing in a very misty version of the boulder, secluded forest with the boulder. They're they're in purgatory. Uh, they died. They both died at final selection to this demon, and they're saying like maybe Tanjiro is the one. Like maybe he can finally put our souls to rest, and he does so, and it's really cool. And in image thirteen, we see water breathing Tanjiro slicing the finally slicing the demon's head off in a really cool moment. And uh, so we see, like, all of when all of the demons die in this show, this is a very re- uh, recurring thing where um, all of these demons are revealed to have been humans at one point in their life. And maybe something bad happened to them. Maybe they were offered power they couldn't refuse. Maybe they just made a bad decision. Or maybe they were just bad people. But they were all humans at one point. 
And as demons, they forget, much like vampires in a lot of media, they forget their like what they were like as a human and they only know their demon form. But a- after Tanjiro kills them, they have this like moment of clarity. And the show is like very pensive and not like not forgiving of these people because they're very bad people, but like you're a tragic figure and like I'm sorry this happened to you, it's, but also like you need to be punished for your sins. It's, it's a cool. very, very I don't want to s- necessarily not necessarily Japanese thing but like a very like mm-hmm. at its at a, at all our at even the most evil core is like mm-hmm. some human some amount of humanity yeah exactly exactly so um Tanjiro survives the night and meets up with the other applicants only five of the 30 or so that were there actually make it through the other side to be welcomed into the demon slayer core and in image 14 we've got four of those five we've got Wait, oh, a- hold on I'm sorry I have a question yeah you said make it to the other side. So the, oh, the other side of the night. Sorry. In the, make oh, it to morning. Okay. So it wasn't like they didn't just have to play sharks and minnows with the big no, demon. No, mm-hmm. no. They, and there was a bunch of demons in the forest. This is just one of many things that happened in that episode. All right, got it. Yeah. Yep, so they just you. had to survive the night. So only only like one fifth of the applicants actually made it. Um, so the the graduating class of Demon Slayer Core is on image 14 here. So we've got, um, starting from the back, this very quiet girl who doesn't say any any lines. Um, we've got this blonde boy who's like screaming that he's going to die. He's going to die. Um, we've got Tanjiro here uh, wearing his um, kimono gift to him by Uro Kodaki. And then in the in the forefront, in the foremost uh, image, we've got uh, this image of this this scarred boy um, with his the sides of his head shaved. Um, he's... I think a criminal and like basically like threatens to murder some other people and he just kind of disappears. And I still don't like, he has not shown up again since even as like I've watched the show. Huh? Yeah. All right. And you said five (sighs) and this is four. There's another one and he shows up later and we'll get to him. So none of all these guys will show up later, but But, right now they're not, they're not important, but we got our, we got our four, tropes or four we got our tropes. we got our sakura and our yeah. sasuke yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh okay so tanjiro heads back to mount sagiri and is welcomed with open arms by uro kodaki he says thank you for bringing the dead to rest yada 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 and we also see nezuko's here she's alive guys and oh, she's all right up. she's up from her odin sleep yeah <laughs> Uh, so apparently Nezuko, Nezuko awoke at some point while Tanjiro was out and, uh, to their surprise, um, she's fine. And they just assume, they surmise that most, so most demons in order to regain their strength, they have to eat humans. Mm. Nezuko's never eaten a human in an entire two years and said she just sleeps so she can sleep and she's fine. Oh, well, that's convenient. (laughs) Neat. So uh, days later, a visitor arrives and identifies himself as a swordsmith. Um, he makes he presents <laughs> Tanjiro with his very own Demon Slayer sword. Um, we learn that Demon Slayer swords are not only made with special sun steel alloy, but also of a material that reflects the user's personality and strengths by changing color. Yes, it's a mood ring. It's, sure. a, it's yeah. the one. Okay. It's from Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, or that. I, yeah. The other thing I was going to say, it's like the, the lightsaber crystal, like yeah, the color crystal. Yeah, the that's kyber the crystal. That's the better. Um, now for some reason Tanjiro's sword turns black which isn't like evil or an omen it's just proof of inexperience like uh, okay okay so you're not powerful enough to hold this mood so, ring, <laughs> so you, what you're telling me is as the series progresses that sword is going to change color at very meaningful moments and victories 
I actually don't know because it's as, still... as of season one, he's only gone through one sword. Sure, sure. But probably. Yeah, it's the, the Super Saiyan levels yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's to yeah. show his, signify his growth as, yeah. as a Demon Slayer. Uh, cool. So the other thing Tanjiro's gifted with his sword is a crow. Um, the crow talks. Don't ask why. It just does. Because he, right. he's Odin, for merchandise uh, Odin's purposes. raven. It's yeah, fine. he's Odin's raven. And uh, the, the crow is like, because this is 1912 uh, in Japan, uh, they don't have email. So the crows are used as messenger messenger birds to go between head, the secret, secret headquarters and all the different demon slayers. So the crow shows up and Tanjiro is given his first demon slayer mission. And then Uro Kodaki presents him with uh, his very last gift, which is a giant wooden box that Tanjiro can wear on his back to carry Nezuko throughout the day. So she just hops in this box and he carries her on his back. <laughs> Do we have a picture Great. of this? Yeah. Uh, I, no, not in here, but you can look it up. Key pictures I want, which is that crow and the the crow is the crow s crow. Like it, there's okay. nothing yeah. special about that crow. You can you can look it up. I mean, just like Demon Slayer Nezuko box or something. Just a big wooden Demon box. Goes on, it's like a backpack. If you Nezuko. search Nezuko box, the first thing that populates is backpack, which takes you to a bunch of links to buy your own version. Nope, I found it. It's weird. It's a box. <laughs> it's, it is a box. Yep. Yep. Seeing this like this gagged girl climbing out of a t- of small box is, is weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I, know. I, I was having a hard time talking about like what to say about Nezuko. Um, Nezuko is is obviously like, I don't have to tell you the most popular character in the show. Um, she's she's a cute anime girl who fights monsters. Like yeah. everybody loves Nezuko. Um, and needs saving is the, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and needs saving. She, she does long-term. I think she's written better than most like anime girls, you know? In that, like, she saves Tanjiro a lot, like, especially in these earlier episodes. Like, every time Tanjiro's in trouble, she, like, kicks open her box and just, like, fucking noms down on the demons. It's, and it's cool. And you're every time you, it, she does it, you're like, yeah, it, it's hype. It's a, it's a, an old trope steeped in a lot of now problematic things. And it yeah. being 20, 2019 when this aired is probably the best, the yeah. best you can, like, portray this trope. The the other thing about this is it's it's not as it, it plays better for me because they are brother and sister and not like a romantic yes. relationship yes. for sure you know yeah, for sure which which makes it a lot more like believable and not eye rolly yeah that makes sense um yeah okay so I don't know what this pi- picture you put in here is but that's it's, different it's, it's a back it's definitely the Nezuko box backpack you can buy okay. and uh, it's a suitcase according to Amazon all right we're gonna move on to Tanjiro's first mission uh, so Tanjiro and Nezuko head out to answer the call uh, he is summoned to a nearby village plagued with the sudden disappearances of teenage girls don't like that. Don't like that. Uh, Tanjiro encounters a boy whose fiance has gone missing and is de- desperately trying to find clues to her whereabouts. I will remind you, this is 1912. Um, the two eventually find the culprit, which is a demon who appears and disappears in this like pool of shadowy water in image awesome. 15. So there's a scene where he like these like arms come up literally from nowhere and like pull this this poor girl into a pocket dimension, and it's it's unsettling. Yeah, so he's Freddy Krueger. It's unsettling. It's Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Yeah. it's... I mean, there's a lot of horror tropes here, for sure. Like, you can tell where the inspiration comes. 
I mean, that's a hundred percent. Like that's that's a screen rip from yeah one of the nightmare movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is that the first one? I think yeah. it's the first one. Yeah, it's either the first or three D. Yeah. Um, maybe both. Question: <laughs> Does Water Demon only show up like when people are asleep, or can he yoink you in the? I know it's he, a nighttime thing. Yeah, it's a nighttime like thing. <laughs> not only when you're sleeping, he's just he's just being a stealthy boy. Got it. So okay. Tanjiro, and we learn this as Tanjiro faces off against the named Swamp Demon, whose power to disappear and reappear in pocket dimensions is way too much for our normal ass human boy Tanjiro. Especially when the demon reveals it's actually three demons, which is on image oh. image sixteen. They'll yoink oh. you when you're sleeping. Yeah. They'll yoink you when you're awake. <laughs> it's a duck trio of demons. <laughs> They'll yoink you if you're bad or good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty cool, but pretty unsettling. Uh, so this is where we're we're introduced to the actual magic of this show. What the demons thing that they can do, because the demons need a thing, which it, which are the blood demon arts. Now these are this world's version of demonic superpowers. Not every demon has blood demon arts. That is only reserved for the high echelon of demons, the baddest of the bad. Sure. Spoiler alert, every demon that Tanjiro faces has a blood demon art. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how in One Piece, nobody had a, nobody had a fruit until, <laughs> until episode four when everybody had fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at this, this is another point I mentioned earlier. Tanjiro is within a second of his life. Next, this is the first time we see Nezuko kick open the box and just like tackle one of these swamp demons and just like rip it apart. Um, so we kind of see them working together and they're fighting along and everyone's like, oh, a demon, ah! But, you know, it's just Nezuko and it's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. I um, love the idea that, I mean, his sister is still like a an adult-sized person. Yeah. And he's carrying her in a backpack. Like She can shrink her body and grow her body. I don't know why oh, she can. It's not okay. her blood demon art because she gets a blood demon art later. She can oh, just so, shrink so, and grow. So she's like a, a Pokemon. So it's a, yeah, that's a just... demon thing that like she shrinks and grows separate no. from her. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just it's convenience a plot thing. then. Just... It's not. It's specifically not because one of the demons comments, why is this girl shrinking? Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> wow. Later on. Yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a lot of this show that nobody ever explains, and I kind of uh, love that about this show. I'm into that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, for the same reason I loved Umbrella Academy, like, I don't need right. an explanation for why Tanjiro's smell is really good. Just tell me it is. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so this is a pretty cool fight. Um, n- at one point, Tanjiro, like, dives into the swampy pocket dimension, and, like, you see, like, all these little, like, trinkets and stuff is all the memorabilia bilia from the girls that the swamp demon murdered. Which is like Whoa. very rough, but also like really cool, like artistically, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tanjiro and Nezuko defeat the demon. Um, before that, like when it's on its deathbed, though, Tanjiro does take the opportunity to try to interrogate the demon. And uh, it, this is there's some some backstory here, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, there's a big bad, and uh, the name so Uro Kodaki before Tanjiro left. Uh, told Tanjiro, like, hey, like, you are trying to turn Nezuko back into a human. There is only one demon on this earth that we know of that can turn 
humans into demons. This is not a vampire thing. This is not just like if you're bitten by a demon, you turn into a demon. That's not, I thought that's what it was. Like, I thought that's what the show was setting up. Yeah. That is not it. There is one demon in this entire universe who can turn humans into demons. Otherwise, they just kill them. Wait, can turn humans into demons or turn yeah. demons into humans? Well, demons into humans. No one's ever reversed. Got it. Okay. No yeah. one's ever played that Uno it, reverse card. Yeah, he's saying like if your only hope is finding this demon yeah. who who transformed your sister and convincing him to undo, yep. uh, convincing this horrible demon to undo it. Yes, thank you. Cool. So this this big bad, this horrible demon, their name is Muzan Kibutsuji. And we'll get we'll he'll be important here in a minute. Um, so Tanjiro is trying to interrogate this demon and saying, like, where can I find Muzan Kibutsuji? And the swamp demon just, like, goes completely pale and is like, I can't say, I can't say. And he just, like, kills himself. Wow. Well, awesome. it doesn't kill himself because demons can't die, but Tanjiro <laughs> kills him. It's fine. Anyway, so that's a little exposition or a little foreshadowing. So uh, they leave the village boy with the remains of his murdered fiance, and it's fine. Uh, okay, cool. So Tanjiro is then summoned to the As- As- Asakusa district in Tokyo which is the first time here Nezuko have ever been to the city and is such immediately overwhelmed by all the people and the hustle and the bustle because it's just a good, good little farm boy. He's Luke Skywalker. He's never yeah. been around people. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, also this is where we like, this is where the show leans into the actual reminds us that this is actually 1914 and people are wearing like, you know, people are not wearing kimonos and, ro- and, and robes here and sandals. They're wearing suits and dresses and things like that. And they're driving cars, right? So this is just like a complete culture shock to him. Um, while, they're, while they're there, Tanjiro is struck with the, per- struck with the pervasive scent that he smelled the, very, the same day that he first discovered his family's murder scene. And he kind of makes the connections that, okay, Muzan Kabutsuji is the only one that can turn a human into a demon, I, I smelled this smell. He turned Nezuko into a demon. I smelled this very same smell two years ago. I must be near Muzan Kibutsuji. It's the that smelly the, smell that smells smelly. smelly smell <laughs> yeah. smelly. Oh, man. I wanted to say it. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, so Tanjiro full-on sprints down this crowded street yelling Kibutsuji's name. Now, you guys have seen some like, pretty fucked up images of demons. On image 17, we see this is pretty much the biggest big bad of this entire show. And... Uh, he looks just like a dude with a Michael Jackson hat. He looks like Michael Jackson. He looks kind of like... He does like, look a little I, bit like Michael Jackson. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't yeah. trust anyone wearing a white hat and a, a white, white tie. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah. That's this a pretty Muzan, big red flag, but yeah. This is Muzan Kabutsuji, and he is an excellent, excellent, excellently written villain. He is so completely, like, horrifying and fucked up but he can be so as just like looking like a dude. And I, I think that's really cool narratively. Um, also, this goes back to that trope that I was talking about earlier in a lot of Japanese media at the time and showing Western themes as a horror trope, yeah. as like a monster. And and this is very much a thing where like all of the other, like all of the other demons and even and the heroes and stuff are all very Japanese themed. Here's your one like very Western themed dude. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. the top of the food chain. I think that's cool. Very cool. Very so cool. So there's a scene here where obviously like, you know, he is Tanjiro, this little this little boy is is had no match for this man. So uh Kabutsuji is in a crowded street and he plays coy like he doesn't know what's going on. 
Um, he has the police restrain Tanjiro. Um, while while doing so, this man very discreetly drags one a small claw. So we see his nail, his fingernails turn into claws, and he drags a claw against another pedestrian's throat. Um, seconds later, that man starts screaming out and like hulking out in the middle of the street. And like Tanjiro tries to like tackle him, but he's also being restrained by police. It's a whole scene. And then the guy just like disappears into obscurity. This is the second anime bad guy that has reminded me directly of the bad guy from Osmosis Jones. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> cool. Drax was a very, was it Drax? Was that the, Oh, I don't remember. I wasn't going to pull the receipts, Kyle. He was a very, he was a very anime villain in Osmosis Jones. I Osmosis Jones was on Cartoon Network a lot and I watched it, it almost every time it was on Cartoon Network. Um, Thrax. Th- what was it? Thrax. 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 Okay. Uh, like Thorax without the O. Mm-hmm. It's creative. Uh, so this whole mess is is interrupted by this strange fog that envelops the area and kind of just like calms everybody and a big friendship spell is cast and everyone just kind of goes about their day. Um, we see a woman appear from out of nowhere and whisk Tanjiro to safety. Um, this woman takes Tanjiro and then also Nezuko to a mansion that's like smack dab right in the middle of the city hidden by an illusion spell. Magic does exist in this world, but again, it's it's in the form of blood demon arts. Um, so this woman introduces herself as Tamayo or Lady Tamayo and introduces her assistant Yushiro. Together, Tamayo and Yushiro are both demons, hence why like they have an illusion spell mm. because they have magic, they have demon magic, but they have also sworn off eating humans, much like Nezuko. Now, they are also in co- completely coherent, can talk, can, can verbalize. Nezuko can't talk, but they are very much so, their existence proves that demons can there's, go without eating humans. There's some hope for Nezuko mm. to... there's some hope now the difference between those two is tamayo and yushiro actually do eat blood they eat they they drink blood they buy they purchase blood from a blood bank okay this is the real true true blood situation yeah it was like yeah Yeah. blood twilighty type thing yeah Mm -hmm. cool yep uh they're in image 18 so um tanjiro asks tamayo if there's a way to revert nezuko's demonic state as tamayo is a doctor um she's a doctor who treats humans um, Tamayo tells him that in order to synthesize an antidote, she'll need the demonic blood of Kibutsuji's lieutenants, the 12 Kizuki. These are, this is, this is the series of wanted posters that you get. These are all your mini bosses, your level yep. bosses, the 12 Kizuki. These are some of them. The 12 Kizuki are the second to Kibutsuji, the most powerful demons out there. Um, because they share blood with Kibutsuji. It's not said here, but just so you guys know, Kibutsuji is the demon king. He's Ganon. He's he is the okay. the creation of demons. So he is he has been there since time immemorial. Okay, gotcha. Um, I am I'm hung up on Tamayo's name because it's very similar to a character in Magic's name, Tamio, which is mm. also a Japanese based character. And I'm just like, I wish I knew any amount of Japanese to like connect those roots mm, and I'm yeah. stuck. Go on. Um, I should also note that this picture of Lady Tamayo illustrates one of the interesting things about this show's illustration, which is the eyes of frail women are just like <laughs> the biggest, most insecty eyes. Oh yeah. yeah. There, yeah. There's a few other women characters that have similar eyes. Nezuko's eyes are like a lot like this too, but they're pink. And uh, yeah, they just like, they very much like love to, 
to uh, to double down on the anime ish anime ness of of we, women's eyes. Sure, <laughs> it's very weird. Sure, mm-hmm. but what are you gonna do? Um, okay, so so now that Tanjiro is on Kabutsuji's list, he sends off two of his subordinates to track down the demon slayer who approached him in the city. Uh, these two find the group by following Tanjiro's human scent and attack the four in their secret secluded mansion. These two demons, shown on image 19, um, work together. So this is the first time we've seen two demons working together, like not just like in a frenzy trying to eat humans, but like actually two for Coordinating goal. attacks, yeah. Um, and this is the arrow demon who literally like just shoots arrows. <laughs> it's very weird. Okay. <laughs> like like literal red arrows in the air that just do a bunch of damage. Okay. Cool. Neat. And then uh the and then the Tamari demon who's on the right, that's the woman. Um she throws Tamaris, these little Japanese toy balls, but with like dangerous precision enough to like blow off the sides of a house. So, so it's, it's the Blitzball demon. Yeah, it's yeah. The dude. <laughs> she yeah. also has six arms like Goro from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Sick, dude. Yeah. So the the cool thing about these two is the arrow demon uh, uses his arrows to change the trajectory of the Tamaris, and they oh, like okay. zip zap all over the place, and they That's basically cool. like they basically cut through this mansion and turn it into Swiss cheese because like the force of the Tamaris are high, fast enough to break through the wood, <laughs> the wood oh, walls. Oh, okay. Hmm. So it's like Whoa. it's like it's like doing like right angles in the air. It's really cool, really weird, and very like very, again very creepy and like very unsettling, but but cool. So uh, the the two, as like I said, they decimate the mansion and briefly behead Tamayo and Yushiro. I will remind you that oh. demons can't die unless they are, you know, shown sunlight, so it's fine. Mm. Um, but it's still like, holy shit, that guy just got his head pulled. Like, we yeah. met this character it's 10 not... minutes ago and he doesn't have a head anymore. It's, like, it's bad. Yeah. It's still bad. Yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. And they still feel it. Like, it's still pretty traumatic to lose your head. Yeah. Uh, Tanjiro is able to fight back and eventually behead the arrow demon, but, like, at the cost of breaking just about every bone in his body... Because, like, even after he beheads the arrow demon, the arrow demon is still, like, not, like, while he's being melted by the sun steel, he's, like, he's, he's yeeting Tanjiro up in the air with arrows. Yeah, he's, like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna take you down with me if I'm yeah, going mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Nezuko is squaring off against the Tamari demon, but gets crushed. Uh, she's just not strong enough. Um, Tamayo fortunately saves the day after being beheaded by using her blood demon art of basically casting Zone of Truth to force the Tamari demon to utter Kibutsuji's name. This, in turn, inflicts his curse on her. To Just to talk briefly about Kibutsuji's curse, this is why Kibutsuji is such a terrifying villain. So um, Kibutsuji, Kibutsuji runs the entire army of demons strictly through fear. Like, I think he's one of the best iterations of, like, people are, demons are terrified of him. And like anybody that tries, like these demons are very clearly prisoners. They are, once they are given this power through his blood, because his blood is like the source of whatever, he's got the Triforce of power. um, (laughs) When they get the power from his blood, they are basically his prisoners and he will do whatever he wants to them. And because demons can't die, they can be subjected to any level of torture you want. Ah. Case in point, Kibutsuji's curse Kibutsuji can can also not can kill a demon, but what Kibutsuji can do is his he laces his blood with this like basically like mutating cancer that explodes demon demonic cells 
one by one and like whoa keeps wow. doing it because again they regenerate it just like keeps exploding their cells one by one so basically they're just like a boiling puddle of of flesh and blood yeah. on the ground and Damn. they feel it because they are still alive yeah so they're wow. just like they're just a boiling puddle of blood until the morning comes and then they finally get fried whoa okay all right Okay. That's so we're gonna pause really here. heavy. So we're gonna pause here for a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder that. Yeah. Um, while you guys are thinking about um, boiling blood, check out this 30 second liner. That's probably not an ad. And we'll be back with more of Demon Slayer right after this. From the nerds at Debate This comes a new streaming experience. Last year, we launched The Plus is Loose, a podcast where we dove into plot details, Easter eggs, and wild speculation into 2021's breadth of new MCU content. And we're still going to do that. We're just changing some things. Coming to Twitch this March, a show that asks the real questions. Kyle, why are you talking like that? Yes, anyway, starting with the release of Moon Knight on March 30th, we will be streaming our MCU post show at twitch.tv slash debate this cast. Episodes will still be posted on the same podcast feed a day later. So just like when Mephisto. What? No, no, we're, we're not going to talk about Mephisto anymore. Yeah, unless he actually shows up. Bringing you the best recaps of the MCU and only the MCU. Uh, well, that's not entirely true. Yeah, we talked about this, bud. Uh, we're we're going to cover other stuff, too. Yeah, all kinds of comic book TV shows and movies, just like that Jared Leto movie Morbius that's definitely coming out. Yeah, and we're also going to have special guests to tell us what they thought of the thing we watched. Guys, I'm sorry. I, I screwed this whole thing up. I'll just go. No, Kyle, no, it's okay. We still need someone to reveal the new name. Yeah, why don't you do it? Yeah? You mean it? Yeah, yeah go on ahead. Coming this March to Twitch, look out for Avenge This, a comic book movie and television discussion show where we watch all of the MCU stuff and also some of the DC stuff that we want to watch. You can watch Avenge This live at twitch.tv slash debate this cast or download episodes through the Avenge This podcast feed wherever you download podcasts. Hey, nice. there, there you go. go. Super duper. All right, so uh, we've got we've got Tanjiro's next mission, um, which is the Suzumi Mansion arc. So Tanjiro is heading out to the Tokyo out out of the Tokyo city limits, and while en route to his next mission, he comes across uh, the boy with the blonde hair, who you may remember from the final selection graduation. Was he the this one is, screaming that he was going to die? He's the one screaming he's going to die. This is Zenitsu Agatsuma in image twenty. Uh, he's, he's a little, he's a little, little blonde boy. What and, is going uh, on with his soul patch, dude? Do you oh, see that little a, clip of a it's soul not patch? A, it's not a patch. It's just shadowing. It's a piercing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, that's a crime. Yeah. So Zenitsu, th- here's your Krillin, your Usopp from One Piece. He's your, he's your cowardly sidekick. 
um, he's constantly yelling and screaming that he's going to die or that it's all hopeless. And, and yeah. you know, he's, he's, yeah. the, he's the comic comedic effect. Um, he's also girl crazy because, of course, he is. He is the sidekick mm-hmm. after all. He's got to check those boxes. Um, so when Tanjiro comes up to him, he's, he's, he witnesses Zenitsu trying to convince this village girl to marry him. Um, and she like clearly <laughs> wants nothing to do with him. Uh, he's like, marry me before I die. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Bold <laughs> strategy. <laughs> Tanjiro's like, dude, she's not interested. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> um, and then uh, he kind of just they he like he kind of like he gets distracted. And uh, Zenitsu and Tanjiro recognize each other from Final Selection, and then also realize that they're on the same mission. And that mission is to hunt down a demon that's been preying on the local populace. Um, and right now is holed up in a, in this elaborate mansion. Wait, are demon are the is the demon core witchers? Are the They're demon witchers. slayers oh, yeah. witchers? Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, why didn't you just say that? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that you knew the. I almost made a Witcher reference earlier, and I forgot that you you knew the Witcher. Um, yeah, we ranked training, it as the top of our flavor texts. Well, I forgot you watch. I forgot you watched the show, all of the show. The so him training is very much very similar to Geralt training Siri in um in the castle and 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 thank you um there is no i mean there is no trial of the grasses but like yeah i mean they're demon slayers well, are they, normal they people cutting he had to cut the boulder in half he had to cut the boulder and they, and they, they had are, to survive the night of murder yeah, yeah they had to survive yeah. the murder night uh they are they are normal people hunting monsters and trying and in order to do so surpass normal human limits all right cool yeah uh does cool. a bard so, write a cool song about any of them? No. Okay. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> well, a bard writes a cool song. Her name is Lisa, and she has the. Oh, and she's okay. called Garanga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they head up. They head up to uh, to investigate. Um, on the way, they encounter a boy and girl whose older brother has gone missing. Red flag. Red flag. Mm. And the gang assumes that it's the work of a demon. Um, Tanjiro and Zenitsu go to investigate, but soon get separated as a result of the demon's blood art. And this demon art is really cool. Uh, so this demon is called the Suzumi demon. Uh, this is image 21. And what you're going to see, the most striking thing about this demon is that he's got big old Suzumi drums grafted onto his oh, body. Nice. He sure uh, do. Yeah. So Suzumi drums are like those little Japanese hand drums. They have a very iconic sound. It's like a boop, boop. Yeah. I can't really do it audibly. audibly Wait, what, but- what was that? Boop. Uh, you you if you heard it you would know what it is all right go look up Suzumi drum nerd uh, anyway so you go when, look up Suzumi drum <laughs> when when uh, when the, the Suzumi demon has the power of the movie Inception so when the Suzumi demon hits one of the drums it turns the entire room ninety degrees oh <laughs> yeah it's rules cool. it's really cool. And, what a weird uh, and power. It's so weird, but so cool. So it's like he's got the power of bending reality. Um, so like one of the Tamaris will flip the room 90 degrees left. The other Tamari will flip it 90 degrees right. Um, one of the Tamaris like cha- like it eliminates or, or adds a door. Like it's really cool. Uh, wow. So the 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 fight is is very cool and very inception-y because you see like Tanjiro running on this like rotating room yeah. and like hopping from wall to ceiling to floor. And like, he's like in his own head, like he hit left, go left. He hit right, go right. Like, it's really cool. Tight. Um, yeah. 
It's a Parappa uh, the Rapper battle. <laughs> sure, it's a Parappa <laughs> the Rapper battle. Uh, so a couple other important things happen in the Suzumi mansion. So we've got Tanjiro fighting this Tamari or this uh, Suzumi demon, excuse me. Um, while this is all happening, Tanjiro encounters another demon slayer running around in a boar mask and no shirt, wielding mm. two serrated swords. Um, this man, Image 22, is Inosuke Hashibira. Who is hard. Favorite. Yeah, he's, yes. <laughs> he's, dude, Inosuke this guy is stacked. Yeah. <laughs> Inosuke is, is literally insane. Um, all of these kids have massive P- PTSD, I should be very clear. Yeah, Everyone's got PTSD you don't, in You don't show. fight demons and not get some PTSD no. out of it. Yeah, you you don't score a, you don't score a two in the childhood trauma scale and go fight <laughs> demons. Uh, yeah, so Inosuke, uh, Inosuke talks like this, and he's just constantly yelling. And uh, he fights. So I, I put in. I put a video clip later on down in these notes, and I'll again put it in the show notes. Um, but like he fights low to the ground, much like a boar. He also wears a boar mask he all our, the time. Is he our like barbarian yeah, character? He's a barbarian mm, character. Nice, yeah, nice, exactly. Yep. So you've got your Krillin or Usopp, and then you've got your uh, Yamcha or Piccolo, I guess. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So these are these are uh, these are Tanjiro's best friends. These are this is their trio: is uh, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke. And uh, but what a trio they are! Um, <laughs> while uh, now while all this is happening, remember Zenitsu and Tanjiro got separated. Zenitsu, meanwhile, is trying to find a way out of the mansion along with the brother, the one of the kids that they'd found. Um, of course, all the while screaming and trying to run. And the guys, the brother is just like the kid is like, "The fuck's the matter with you, dude? Like, aren't you a demon slayer?" Uh, what did uh, oh? And uh, they come across the other demon living in this mansion because there are two demons, and the other demon mm. is just strictly called the Tongue Demon. Oh, don't he like is, that. <laughs> he is image twenty three, and he Whoa. asks, "What if demon but tongue?" Oh, I don't mm. like that. I love yeah. the second eyes above yep. the first eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this one's I didn't cool. See those this right one's away. really oh, done. No. It looks there like are... there are eyes on the tongue. As well, am I reading I that think, right? I think I think this might be the next show Matt watches, guys. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna watch uh, this too. This is only what yeah, twenty six really cool. episodes. Yeah, twenty six episodes. This is a small ask. Easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. I did it in four days. Uh, <laughs> those <laughs> are rookie numbers, son. You got to pump those numbers <laughs> up yeah. in this racket. I, I was playing a lot of Elden Ring. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is so this fight is really interesting because we learn a lot more about zenitsu we get zenitsu's backstory of like because you might ask yourself like how the hell did this kid train to be a demon slayer like he can't even like stand like look at a demon um and we see that zenitsu uh zenitsu does this thing where he just kind of passes out and then awakes and and awakens as a competent swordsman amazing Um, nice yeah, the the show the show here's the thing. The show calls it sleepwalking. The way he calls it sleepwalking, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just his PTSD iterating in a full split personality, but uh, sure. that's just me. Sure. He does yeah. the thing that Will Ferrell does in old school where he where he <laughs> yeah. blacks out and gives a very like very conscious performance thing goes, I don't know what happened, I blacked out. <laughs> well, and and much like that, the tongue demon terrifies Zenitsu so much that he screams himself to sleep and like passes, completely I mean, passes same. out and then wakes up as image tra- <laughs> screams himself to sleep like I do on Twitter every night. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Zenitsu wakes up 
and gets this like very classic samurai stance that you see in image 24 and shows off his own version of total concentration breathing, which is thunder breathing. He's the lightning one. Gotcha. So when I did the thunder breathing, lightning clap and flash, this is Zenitsu's move. So Zenitsu moves with the with the speed of lightning, and he does the like has this hand Zen- on the sword, yeah. and then like oh. it like opens and closes it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like that. It's nice. Yeah, okay. that's Zenitsu. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just like just one swing, one swing is all it takes. And uh, yeah, he kills the tongue demon flawlessly. And then the kid that's with him is like, what the fuck is with this dude? <laughs> uh, Zenitsu is also a fan favorite, if you couldn't already tell. Sure. Um, so uh, everyone. So meanwhile, Tanjiro has killed the Suzumi demon. Inosuke is running around in a pig mask. They all end up back outside. And and the first time that all three of them are together is this like kind of weird but sweet moment where so Tanjiro's last and we see Inosuke yelling and Inosuke and Zenitsu are both yelling. Inosuke is like beating Zenitsu to a bloody pulp um, because we don't know that Inosuke is a demon slayer at this point. He's just some dude in a pig mask. Yeah, running right. around. He's just here to party. He's just here yeah. to party. Like we He's Andrew he is. WK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we assume he is, but he never says it. And he just, like, he's beating the shit out of Zenitsu. And uh, the reason why is Zenitsu is huddled over the the Nezuko box. Mm. And the reason he is is because at one point, um, Tanjiro says, uh, watch this box. It's more important to me than my life. And Zenitsu, like, in tears is like, Tanjiro said this is more important to him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And Inosuke and so, can tell there's a demon inside. And Inosuke knows there's a demon inside. Sure. He's like, why are you protecting this demon? And and Zenitsu reveals that he has really good hearing. Ah. Yeah. So we're going to get, get all five sense, senses by the end. All, we're going to get all five senses. <laughs> Hold on a second. Levon, <laughs> get the fuck down. <laughs> Let me kick my cat out. <laughs> your, your cat just went beast mode. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Matt's cat's beast breathing. <laughs> it's beast breathing. <laughs> Do you want to guess who has beast breathing? Is it the guy with guess- the pig mask? <laughs> it's the guy with the pig mask. Matt, I said, "Do you?" Matt, I said, "Do you want to guess?" Do you want to guess who has the beast breathing? Uh oh, I'm gonna go out <laughs> on a limb and say it's Inosuke. It's Inosuke. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Inosuke and Tanjiro fight um to protect Nezuko and Nezuko's box. And I put the clip in the uh show notes, and I put the the clip in our Google Doc here. And I think it's a really good fight. Um, they're fighting mostly unarmed. Uh, it's just a bare knuckle brawl between two boys, two cut boys. <laughs> and uh, and it's cool because like Inosuke's fighting style is very close to the ground. Like he's almost on all fours. Like he's mostly feral <laughs> yeah um it's pretty wild uh but i just think the 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 animation is really really cool um weirdly enough these all three of these boys with heavy ptsd build, build a relationship and kind of become friends um yeah trauma and, bond uh, is, is trauma one. bond mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a good old-fashioned anime trauma bond and uh, uh tanjiro introduces the other two to nezuko and of course zenitsu brocks zenitsu brocks out he he does the whole nosebleed thing and goes ah I was going to ask you know. earlier how many mm-hmm. times this guy's nose bleeds throughout the Yeah, the <laughs> it's a few. It's a few. So, uh, so Zenitsu's like, I'll do anything for Nezuko. He's like, he's that guy. 
God. So uh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they go they go to a, an old lady's house and get taken care of and kind of like they heal their wounds and whatever. And we get some exposition dump and it's a cute episode and they're all friends. We don't need to talk about it. Anyway, okay. So we're the last big thing we're going to talk about is the Nadagumo Mountain incident. And I'll say the, pretty much the back half of season one focuses on the events leading up to and immediately following this Nadagumo Mountain incident. So how this starts is um, all three boys, Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke, are called in to investigate another dis- disturbance on Nadagumo Mountain. When they arrive, they meet another demon slayer, just like another red shirt. And you can tell they're red shirts because they all wear the same thing. They don't have any characteristics. They don't have total concentration. Bre- they don't have an element. They're just oh, demon slayers. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. They're red shirts. Um, he tells him his whole squad was killed. Um, Tanjiro does the thing he does and smells a very smelly smell, um, <laughs> foreshadowing that what's there is real bad news, you guys. Remember I talked about the 12 Kizuki, the uh, big bads? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into a t- oh, one of the 12 okay. Kizuki. Okay. So our, first, our first gym leader. Our first mm-hmm. gym leader. <laughs> so uh, so Tanjiro and Inosuke run ahead, and Zenitsu chickens out and stays behind. Um, Tanjiro and Inosuke suddenly find themselves surrounded by walking corpses that are being controlled by these like puppet-like threads that are revealed to be spider webs. Yeah, it's a spider puzzle dungeon that's, horror mystery. That's amazing. Yeah, and it's really cool because like this like the dead bodies of of their demon slayer friends are being like slung around like yeah, puppets, and then there's a, fr- a f- there's a few people who are alive but like gravely injured, and every time they're made to move, their bones break. Oh, oh, yeah, it's rough. Um, yeah, it's a spider puzzle dungeon mystery. Strap in for the next five episodes. We got spiders, boys. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm less in now. Spiders, um, spiders, well, men, if you will. If you look on <laughs> image 25, here's our rogues gallery of the spider family. That's and then it gets in worse. This forest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so God. Uh, yeah. So this is the group of spiders that are behind this. Now it's a little hard with the image, but I want to make note of two particular figures. No, it's not the five, the six human-looking figures. It's the it's the hulking brick shit house with yep. the spider face in the back. Yep. Yeah. And the spider with a human head in the mm-hmm. in the in the back left. Yeah. Those yeah. are both yeah. there. Those are both this things. is this is giving <laughs> off big Full Metal Alchemist vibes, right? Yeah. Here. This is this straight up. This is gets very Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, so, six of these people got mostly human with a little spider, and two of them got yeah. mostly spider with a little human. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Matt. Uh, yeah, they super did. And uh, I want to direct your attention first to the brick shit house, the aforementioned brick <laughs> shit house. So this is the father of the group. Um, well, actually, let me take it. Let me take that back. So they they solve the puppet spiders. They kill one of the demons who are controlling the the people with the the spider threads, and then they realize there are a bunch of. And this is where they meet the family, and the family is led by the father, which is that hulking horror with the spider face. Um, they believe this must be the the rumored twelve Kizuki. Um, so the thing that Tanjiro smelled mm. and the thing that they've heard, like there might be a 12 Kizuki here. That's what they, so this is them making that connection. Um, neither Tanjiro nor Inosuke can even penetrate this mass, this meat Hulk's skin <laughs> and are just set up for a big old whomping. Like by whomping, I mean this guy uproots a tree and uses it as a club. He's a dark nice. soul boss. Oh my nice. God. <laughs> 
Um, Tanjiro is straight up yeeted out in the air like fucking Jesse and James. And <laughs> while being while while mid yeet, he is uh, he is yelling, "Enosuke, don't die!" <laughs> <laughs> um, we flip to Zenitsu, and uh, Zenitsu gets all freaked out and worried about uh, the boy's safety and wants to go save Nezuko. So he rushes into the mountain. Um, he is then ambushed by these much smaller spiders with human heads that look like the fucked up toys yeah. from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah they sure and do. You can see that in image twenty six, and it's 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 weird. It doesn't feel good. Nope. I mean, I like image twenty six more than twenty five. Yeah, you? so I mean, I'm not sure that I. I'm it's not different. Sure that I do. Yeah. So the so in image twenty five back left is that spider with the human head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he appears. He's the other spider demon that appears, and he tells Zenitsu, "Ha ha ha! You've been poisoned," and explains that that poison will turn Zenitsu in one of those man spiders. Oh no! On the, image twenty six, image twenty six man spiders. Uh huh. Yeah. Got it. So Zenitsu does another panic and once again shocks himself into a straight up coma. And then he wakes up as a badass and slices down the Spider-Man in one in, in one go. Incredible. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, even though now, even though the spider is dead, Zenitsu is still poisoned. So we see this moment where he like completely like rationalizes and says, "I think I can hold off if I use my total concentrating breathing, concentration breathing, to try and slow the poison." And that's what he does. And he basically puts himself into a second coma and tries to slow the bo- the poison from entering his bloodstream. We'll catch up with him in a sec. <laughs> so uh, meanwhile, Tanjiro got yeeted and winds up deeper in the forest. And, and I'm also skipping through like, this is like three episodes, by the way. A, sure. lot, a lot of shit's mm-hmm. happening. Sure. Um, Tanjiro encounters the real brains behind this spider operation, which is a boy named Rui. Now, this is image 27. Rui is is revealed to be the actual member of the 12 Kizuki and the leader behind this entire fucked up spider family. Ah. Um, Rui has basically imprisoned these other lesser demons and like imprinted his own mark via his blood onto them and like just made them be his family. But they are not related. This was they were never okay. a family at one point. Okay. They are his prisoners. And Rui is shown in image 27, if I didn't say that already. Um Rui's blood demon art is pretty horrifying. He uh, weaves these razor thin spider webs. Like he has like threads on his hands, like a cat's cradle and he can, he can use them and kind of like he can use them. They, they're like, they come from his hands like a, like Spider-Man and he uses them to slice people and they're like razor thin, but they are tensile and uh, not pretty much unbreakable. So you see mm. like scenes of him, Basically, just like in one swoop, you know that scene in the Resident it's, Evil movie um, with the laser, yep. the laser yes, pool where people yes, get turned yep. into cubes. Um, That's yes, what happens. I was thinking of or that exact moment. Yes, Hell, yeah. Hellraiser is that the other one where they like walk through the? I didn't or, see Hellraiser. Mm, okay, yeah, you I had. Think you're just at... thinking of another scene, and that happens in like two or three different Resident Evil movies, and it's awesome <laughs> it does, every it time. <laughs> well, that happens here. So an entire squad of demon slayers approaches Rui, and they're like, "We got him. He's just a kid." And Rui goes, <laughs> "Whoops!" And then slices <laughs> them all like Swiss cheese, and they turn into bloody cubes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um. So obviously Tanjiro yet again is woefully unmatched by right. this member of the Twelve Kizuki. 
Um, and we we find this out by seeing how he attempts to slice through just one of Rui's web threads and breaks his sword trying to do so. Whoops. Yo. Yeah. And again, this thing slices right through skin. So there's a moment where, say it with me, Tanjiro's the about to die. Friendship. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the power of friendship. The power of friendship and anime and love. Uh, Nezuko comes and tries to save the day and she's able to save Tanjiro, but also gets like basically strung up and impaled. Um, at this point, this is when uh, Rui decides that he wants to add her to his family. Mm. And uh, and then Tanjiro's like, no, nah, not my sister. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> continues to fight. And uh, much like the power of anime, uh, Tanjiro just gets that, that sweet, sweet second wind. And uh, through the power of anime, he's able to channel a memory of his father. And this is... You know, it's a very anime thing. This is the big fight where, like, the hero is down for the count, and you know, he he sums all all his strength, yada yada yada. But this is actually this is a really cool scene, and I actually linked to this scene, uh, the end of this scene in the show notes. But I'll explain what happens. So, um, basically, Tanjiro uh, channels this memory of his father. Remember the Kamado family? There was never a father in the picture. Yes, we never right. talked about a father. Um, for some reason, Tanjiro decides to remember his father, and his father surprisingly looks a lot like Tanjiro. He also has a scar in the same place to imply that that scar is a very common thing that people that work with fire get. I think okay. that's it is a burn. It's a burn mark. Uh, so be their family. It's not exactly. I don't. I'm probably missing something, but like the show just says their family worked with fire, but like they made charcoal. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's a thing. So like his dad, that was his dad's business. Is that he made charcoal? I, I guess you make you make charcoal. Is that yeah, to say? you yeah. you no you okay. char wood, but not okay. so much okay. like you pre burn wood basically, so it catches easier. So that that's what they that's yeah. what his dad his dad and his dad was very sickly, and they don't say how he died, but it's assumed that he died um, when Tanjiro was younger, and uh, um, his there's a scene where his dad is dancing in the woods like doing like a fire dance and it's again it's not really explained why but the exposition is there his mom is explaining to a younger tanjiro tanjiro in a flashback this is a dance your your father does to like ward off bad spirits yada 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 and uh and he says dad's really sick how is he able to do this barefoot in the snow and the mom says i don't know he just does it and Tanjiro realizes that his dad was utilizing his own version of total concentration breathing and Tanjiro kind of channels that energy and tries to employ this like this technique. I don't really know how to explain it, but the way that the show illustrates it is his water sword turns into a fire sword. And it's really cool because it's awesome. like, oh, he's using the power. He's using like he's channeling his dad's power. Yeah, That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So it's like this sword of water and fire kind of spins around and the th and he's able to cut through one of the threads with this like flaming sword, which is really neat. Um, but he gets to Rui's neck and he's like, he's like, he's dodging, he's he's slashing at threads when he gets to Rui's neck and he his his sword stops at Rui's neck. And this is when we flash to Nezuko, who's of course the deus ex machina. And mm -hmm. Nezuko's like being like literally ground up by these threads and Nezuko and you, you hear a voiceover Nezuko's mom saying, you have to help Nezuko. You have to save Tanjiro. He's going to die. And Nezuko screams in her own head, 
blood demon art explode and you see in image 28 28 nezuko activating her blood demon art she's got magic oh yeah yeah so this is nezuko and image image 28 strung up with these like razor sharp threads um she activates her blood demon art which explodes all of her shed blood some of her blood which happens to be on on tanjiro's sword Remember, Tanjiro's sword broke. It's literally just a hilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the the explosion from Tanjiro from her blood on Tanjiro's sword like propels it and like slices through Rui's neck. That's it's cool. really awesome. Cool. It's the, really cool. yeah. This I watched this fight and it's yeah. it's really cool. It's it's hype as hell. So that that link is in. I'll put that link in the show notes. But that link is here. Um, next episode, as it turns out, Tanjiro actually didn't kill Rui. Whoops. Um, Rui. Because <laughs> it starts, was with fire and not a sword. Yeah. Uh, no, because Rui explains that he, as he's regenerating, Rui explains that he sliced off his own head at the last second just so he oh, could regenerate later. Okay. <laughs> it was like right. totally uncool. Um, but that scene is still hype as hell and I think is a really cool ending. But there are six more episodes and we're not going to cover a lot of them because they're really just like closing and set up for later. So I'm going to just blaze through the next couple episodes because really after this, it's pretty much cleanup at this point. So after this fight, um, Tanjiro is like, he's dead. I mean, he's, he's, he's on death's door. Like he's not, yeah. he's got nothing left. Um, he's there about to die. And uh, at the last second, of course, they are saved by none other than Giyu, who you may remember from way back in the first episode. That yeah. was uh, Johnny Young Bosch, the Black mm-hmm. Ranger. Um, ah. Yeah, Giyu shows up. Shit. Um, turns out Giyu also uses the water breathing. He is he is the the water breathing Hashira, which we will talk about Hashira in just a second. So what's what's cool about this is this shows just how vastly different you know we we see Tanjiro like pretty formidable demon slayer. He's able to take on a, one of the twelve Kizuki. Not really. Giyu <laughs> literally shows up and wipes the wipes the floor with this guy in a matter of seconds. Like it it doesn't it takes him little effort if any. So like that's just the the massive valley that's between these two, gotcha. um, who both had the same instructor, um, Urokodaki. Hmm. So um, to, uh, Giyu uh, Tomioka, they use a lot of people's last names. Tomioka also saved Inosuke from the big hulking yeah. brick shit house spider <laughs> sure. demon, uh, because Inosuke was literally getting like squeezed like a like a ketchup packet. Um, and like all his like throats and rib cages like broken uh, his entire body was shattered uh, so fortunately Tomioka was able to save him as well um, and then meanwhile we see Zenitsu who's about to die covered his body's like covered in this poison he's like barely breathing and uh, this girl shows up and injects him with an antidote and this is uh, image 29 um, this is Shinobu Kocho and uh, she's another of those big eye and insi- big insect yep. eyes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so Shinobu Kocho is another one of the high ranking demon slayers. Um, she has a little like a little fencing sword. Um, it's like almost like a foil. So she doesn't uh, she doesn't actually like cut demons heads off. She's like her whole thing is she uses like poisons and things. She's she's the medic of the group. Uh, so she yeah. yeah, so she uses poisons and she her she injects her sword with a wisteria poison, which I think is pretty cool. Wisteria is that oh, flower that it's like yeah. the garlic. Yeah. Um, nice. 
so she like slowly poisons demons, which is, I mm. think is pretty rad. Um, she's also, again, much like all these people that have massive PTSD, they all iterate in different ways. Um, so the rest of season one introduces the Hashira, who are, so I didn't explain this earlier, but there are actually eight ranks of the Demon Slayer Corps, and the rank that Tanjiro and Zenitsu are, are at the, the lowest rank, obviously. Sure. Um, Hashira is the top of the of the eight ranks. Um, and we see, and, and of course, they're all a thing. There's the flame Hashira, the water Hashira, the stone Hashira, the mist Hashira. It's, it's that thing. Um, uh, Kocho's thing is she's the insect. She is insect breathing because she's got the butterfly motif. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and then, so the for the rest of the season, it's the cleanup from this event, this incident. Um, Tanjiro and Nezuko are called into the Demon, Demon Slayer headquarters and to be put on trial for the whole, you know, a Demon Slayer traveling with the demon thing. Mm. And they under they kind of, you know, come to terms with the fact that like, hey, maybe demons are good. And all of these kids who have been ch- chasing, de- ch- you know, killing demons for years and years and years and see them as the enemy are being told like, hey, actually, this one's good, but we don't really know why. And don't worry, she won't hurt you because she has a bamboo <laughs> muzzle. It's fine. Um, but it's fine. and we it's also fine. yeah it's fine it's fine um so the rest of the season is mostly set up for the movie which i mentioned is called mugen train um so the last couple episodes are uh tanjiro and then also zenitsu and Inosuke training and rehabilitating their bodies um at the uh demon slayer headquarters it's a weird honestly i mean it, they're very light episodes it was a very weird way to end the show or end the season and i think it's because seasons don't air in Japan like they do here they don't really consider things as seasons like that's a whole story and then really the last couple episodes like they're they air in arcs so like Mm -hmm. this arc is the rehabilitation arc and it literally just is a thread to set up the movie yeah Um, Yeah. so whatever Uh, but it is weird if you're watching this as a season you're like "Eh, these are very light episodes to end with but it's fine Uh, yeah so that's pretty much it. They uh, they're training and getting better, yada yada yada. Um, they're eventually called into their next mission on a train named Mugen, and uh, there's a scene where Zenitsu's like, "We must appease the spirit. It's angry." And and and, and uh, Inos- or no, Inosuke's like, "I must appease the spirit," and he starts headbutting the train. And Zenitsu's <laughs> like, "What are you doing? That's a train." Because <laughs> he's never seen a train before. Because he's from the sure. he's from the country. Oh yeah, which is very uh... funny. Yeah, so is, um, that's pretty much movie, that's Demon Slayer. Is the movie on Netflix? The movie is not on Netflix. It is on the Funimation app, um, okay. and maybe something might be on Hulu, but I'd have to double check. I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. Um, so that's yeah, that's pretty much season one of Demon Slayer. Um, in, in in addition to the movie, there is a season two. However, it's not finished yet. Uh, it's still airing. So okay. um, I believe if if you have Crunchyroll, you can see the um, you can see probably most of the simulcast episodes at the time of this recording. It might be done with with on Crunchyroll. Um, Funimation has most of the dub episodes up to date. I believe like it's like halfway through season two. Um, but yeah, it's still relatively new. Um, I will you know I will remind you that the manga was only four only ran for four years. I I don't know if the anime will you know go branch off from the manga it's very possible this is an incredibly popular you know popular show it's done very very well so it could game of thrones it up who knows do okay uh, so 
so if the movie followed this first season, does the second season pick up after the movie? Is that how that works? The the movie it's not the movie is 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 a separate story. Got the canon. movie picks up right after the season ends. So it's not it 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 is not it's, necessary. It's the it's the thing and anime movies all do this where like it is canon, mm-hmm. but if you don't watch the movie they it's never a, refer- reference it it's again. It's an isolated. It's an gotcha, isolated yeah. event, but it's it's not going to follow like major story beats. It will probably develop some characters, gotcha. but but it's mostly an isolated story. If I had we're not to we're I not killing one of the twelve big bads on the train. Pro- well, I actually might. I I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. So okay. So <laughs> yeah, guys, that's Demon Slayer. Um, that's pretty much that's gonna wrap it up. Any last thoughts, comments, questions? I thought I'm it was in. pretty cool. I'm um, into it. it. Yeah, it's it yeah. gave me a lot of the same vibes as Naruto, um, mm. without a bunch of the fluff. It doesn't seem yeah. like there is the same uh, Naruto slash Dragon Ball Z uh, three episodes of screaming um, yeah. or heavy breathing, yeah. and I it, appreciate that. Yeah, it definitely respects your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. It seems cool. I really like the art, um, and that's typically a pretty big barrier of entry for me re-anime i don't know that i'm gonna jump in on it but i'm more likely to jump in on this than most of the animes that we've talked about so Mm -hmm. we'll see how bored i get in the next couple of months cool awesome well i'll just reiterate in watching this i really really enjoyed this um i think this was objectively the best i've watched in a long time um Still, you know, things like Evangelion have a special place in my heart only because I watched them so long ago and I've seen them so much now. But this is certainly up there. Um, I, I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. And I, and I, I had a hard, honestly, I had a hard time kind of summing this up in just a few hours because there is a lot of meat on this bone. Like there really isn't a lot of fluff. Um, you know, I think like this is a story that Naruto would tell in 80 episodes and, and Demon Slayer tells it in 26, yeah. which is really good. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to Debate This. You can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Debate This Cast or on our website at debatethiscast.com. Once more, if you'd like to commission your own episode of Flavor Text, please consider checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash debate this cast. Subscribing at the $25 Master Debater tier for three months will get you eligible to tell us whatever wild source material you want us to regurgitate into a microphone for just about three hours. Um, In addition, you'll immediately gain access to view our monthly movie nights where we open up the voice chat and Discord and watch slash goof on movies that tend to come up a lot in our regular episodes. Case in point, this past Sunday when this episode is coming out. We haven't done this yet as a recording, but by the time this episode comes out, we will have just watched 2016's Rampage starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, we (laughs) will. I assume was a great time. Insert review of that here. (laughs) (laughs) We will not be doing that. It probably sucked. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Todd Tanjiro, Fire Swords Only, Final Selection, Thomas. I'm Matt, Dairy Slayer, the movie, Moomoogan Train, Cole. <laughs> and I'm Kyle. I'll save you all the Google search. You can, in fact, buy a bamboo muzzle. Harper. <laughs> we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> 
the real question is is a sexual thing kyle feels like a sexual thing feels like it isn't it isn't not todd it isn't not <laughs> what, what you do with the bamboo muzzle is your own business 